0: Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 96. Hello, out there. I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And joining me in SideQuest Studios tonight is Maddie Dockrell. Hello. And here, as always, except when he's not, BT Calloway. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you guys for joining me again tonight for The Simpsons Index. This is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade, because it's always someone's first podcast.
1: Yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> It's very considerate of you to repeat our rules every time. Yep. That's the kind of loving attention you get here at this. Not like other podcasts, which you're like, hey, no. if you don't know what's going on, go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, all those chaotic punk rock podcast yeah we're just
1: it's
2: very inclusive
0: of you
1: yes yeah. and we just like to say to all you listeners we love you mm-hmm.
0: pre-episode banter over <laughs> now time for the pre-roll
1: yeah he's mean to us because he's nice to you <laughs>
0: And we just watched an episode from the HD era. This was Season 22, Episode 5, Lisa Simpson, This Isn't Your Life. First released in November of 2010, it was directed by Matthew Nastuck and it was written by Joel H. Cohen. In this episode, Lisa finds out that Marge used to get good grades and she's kind of worried she might turn out like a homemaker like her. So she tries to get into an academy and she does and she realises it's a great personal sacrifice to Marge. And in the B story, Bart accidentally keeps beating up Nelson and it's. It's <laughs> really charming. Guys, what did you think? Pretty good. Yeah, I really
2: liked it.
0: Yeah, especially after doing the HD Wasteland recently. It's nice to see a good HD episode. They exist. Yeah, they're <laughs> the rare gems out there.
2: Yeah, I was really surprised, especially because at the beginning you were like, oh, it's not bad. And I was like, oh, I'm skeptical. <laughs> yeah, Will not, it be, though? <laughs> the number of
1: times you've like prepared me for a train wreck that ended up being okay, I feel like this might have gone the other way. You're like, "It's actually pretty good. And I just would have you know, wanted to set the TV on fire.
0: No, this is one of my favourites from season 22. Generally, I like season 22. I think the show really picked up again, and I think this episode is a clear indicator why.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not without its problems, and we'll get Mm. into that. Starting out, Maddie, for better or worse, what is a moment from this episode that stood out to you?
2: I really liked the continuity of it. Like, Mm. at the beginning, they were after the happy little elf for Maggie, and then... At the end of it, like, it tied in again. And I was like, how rare. (laughs) Yeah. But something from the beginning of the episode was relevant, like, Throughout yeah, it's, and it's to the end, it's a massive
1: criticism we have. A lot of the HD stuff is yes. that it just forgets what it's doing a lot of the time. But there, we had that. We had the Seven of Clubs became a recurring
0: joke. <laughs> yeah, and there are a couple others. It was like way to
1: have a memory. I'm really impressed.
2: Yeah, really shocked and pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah, that Seven of Clubs bit. What a great way to close out the second <laughs> act. That was just because it was pretty weird the way they set it up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
1: a weird thing where I didn't like its first joke, but I really liked its second one.
0: Yeah. Because, yep. yeah, the kids comparing. Oh, what did note did you get in your lunch? Seven of clubs. Ta da! Like, <laughs> perfect. And, yeah, the happy little else thing as well. Like, the episode was pretty satisfying. They mm. could have forgotten it, but it was just a nice touch that they brought it back.
2: Yeah, it was really, really nice. I think it really tied the whole episode together well. Yep. Well, actually, I loved that it opened with Itchy and Scratchy or uh, yep. Mousy and Catsy, <laughs> um, which I loved, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I really enjoyed the itchy and scratchy throwback because i feel like in a lot of the new episodes they forget about those kinds of like little story gems Mm. that really gel the simpsons together and set the universe and it was nice to bring it back
0: absolutely and you know this isn't one of the itchy and scratchies where it's usually got themes that will appear throughout the episode or whatever it was just a goofy little basketball thing but it was fun and it was violent and it was satisfying.
1: Mm. They cut off the scratchy coach's head and pour it over like, the itchy mouse like Gatorade. Yep. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Very disgusting, but <laughs> great. And yeah, I love Krusty's disinterest. Yeah, that was mousing and catsy, whatever.
1: Now, here's the promo I have to plug, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so how about you, BT? What is the moment from this episode that stands out to you, for better or worse? Uh,
1: well, I was also going to mention the memory thing, so way to steal my thunders. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's going to be a personal thing, because I went through three pens that would only write when scribbling, but not when I was trying to write words. <laughs> so I might be pen cursed today. However, then I found a pink pen, which I thought was yours, Maddie. And it's not. and I don't know where it came from, but it's great. So thank you very much, mysterious pink pen.
2: Magical lucky pen. Yeah,
1: I know. Well
0: done. I do know the mystery behind it, but I like that there's a mystery even more. So yeah, yeah, it's a mystery.
1: Don't spoil it for me. (laughs) Anyway, um, no, it was just various little bits of lines and things that I really like. I think my main one I'm going to go with is when they park outside of Marge's old house and she goes in, there's a woman living there who's like, I've got a box full of marge's stuff like i always <laughs> wondered who marge was i was really tempted to go through this stuff so i did many <laughs> times <laughs> just,
2: that woman was so weird but so <clears throat> enjoyable
1: i really thought she was going to be a bigger part of it for a while Mike. i'm kind of glad she wasn't it felt like she was there just to get some good jokes in and yeah. then we moved on but not in a way that felt disjointed yeah uh,
2: yeah yeah she worked in really well i also liked the line where Marge was like, I lived here as a girl. She <laughs> goes, I live here now as a woman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Her introduction where she's trying to sell them a cat? What was she? It doing was that? a dead I rabbit. That's right. <laughs>
0: and look, I can't be sure. I don't have the research to back this up. But uh, you guys know Michael Moore, the documentarian. Yep. He had a movie called Roger and Me. And he's visiting this one woman who makes ends by selling dead rabbits. And look... Uh, I don't know if they did this intentionally, but she looks so close, and she's sort of that same sort of weird eccentric. That feels
1: too obvious a parallel to draw. Yeah. She looks like her as well. Yeah, then, uh...
0: <laughs> but yeah, and also selling the dead rabbit with such like emotional distance from yeah. the dead animal, like that's exactly what this woman was like in yeah. the movie.
1: I just like I confused a cat with a dead rabbit. So <laughs> I mean, I know I'm colorblind, but I didn't know I extended that far.
0: <laughs> you are species blind and life blind. <laughs> that makes you the least racist person ever
1: i am so good <laughs> i'm so goddamn woke
0: i don't even see species <laughs> i don't even see life <laughs>
1: it's like why can't this man vote he's been dead for 10 years i don't care <laughs> justice now he has a right yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah i enjoyed that as well and marge getting nostalgic and stuff and mm-hmm. i thought this was a good way to sort of get the ball rolling on the whole marge release a story
1: yeah uh, yeah i got nothing other than yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i concur, I concur
0: nice (laughs) so uh the moment from the story that stood out to me yeah i'm gonna say barton nelson's whole charming comedy of errors
1: yeah the fact that it wasn't just once as well really kind of sold it
0: yeah they actually found creative ways to have it keep happening you know Mm -hmm. starting out doing the accidental kick on the slippery mud and the tether ball, and he's like this is just a big coincidence gesturing with his hands accidentally slaps him and knocks him out again yeah but i thought it was weird how they ended it though
1: yeah, a little weird. I'm not gonna say disappointing. Just, just mm, not too sure what to make of it.
2: I just really, really loved the car scene with Marge. Yeah. I just thought that was so funny. The <laughs> back and forth it's between like, Marge. Oh, someone's and... gonna
1: beat me up. Oh, is it Millhouse?
2: <laughs> he's had a growth spurt recently.
1: <laughs> and then just wrap it, and then tying it in again. It's like, no, it's Nelson. Well, if he's gonna fight you, and Millhouse isn't around to help. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's such like a Marge kind of yeah. attitude. Yeah even to the point where she was like oh nelson i didn't have him picked as a bully
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and then at the very end it's like well just make him feel good about himself compliment his glasses
0: it's not millhouse <laughs> yeah i almost died at that. because again we've got such a strong representation of marge's character in mm. this mm. yeah happy uh constantly optimistic
1: yeah and just absolute mothering to a fault almost
2: yeah sweet endearing and nurturing mm. So cute.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think this is a good way to reinforce her character outside the Lisa story and mm. just bringing it back to the end where they're kind of, they're drunk on juice boxes or whatever.
1: Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. yeah.
0: I thought, I mean, there was something charming about it and I liked how he called it, we've been punching foil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poking foil. I think that was a funny enough term for it, but also... I don't know, they've got this weird joke habit of doing having kids do adult things. Mm. Like, the most popular one that they do is have, like, a lover's quarrel. But, yeah, Yeah. this one, having the kids play drunk, it was just Mm. weird.
1: It's also 4.15 a.m. I (laughs) really
0: like
2: that everyone is up in the Simpsons household at 4.15 a.m. That was odd.
0: Yeah, okay, well, that kind of makes sense that they would be a bit tired Mm. and delirious then from doing excessive amounts of apple yeah. juice. Also,
2: Marge, Homer, keep track of your kids. It is a <laughs> school night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maggie's away. <laughs> I know. Everyone is off. Uh. She had to help Homer with the break-in, obviously. Yeah,
1: clearly. You take babies to break-ins. <laughs> a Good excuse. Like, no, no, I didn't break-in. I had to get in to get my baby back. Don't ask how she got their babies.
0: Well, there was no
2: glass. So was just, uh. <laughs> oh,
0: man, what a great way to take the episode out mm. by bringing that joke back, which... Was good as well yeah. oh if I could lean over there I'd slap you there ain't no glass slaps Homer
1: uh, pretty easy to slap someone behind a pane of glass <laughs>
0: <laughs> there ain't no glass Whew. play count how many times have you watched this episode before tonight
1: I have not
2: Neither, nuns.
0: Oh, I feel disappointed in myself that I didn't make you guys watch this one sooner and send it to you and say, hey, this is a good one. How you,
2: dare you? You know what,
1: man? You can forgive yourself.
2: It's okay. <laughs> Here we were getting more bitter and jaded by the minute and yeah. you are just sitting on this pile of... Gold.
0: <laughs> Ooh, let's not go ranking yet. Or potentially <laughs> silver. Ooh. Some kind of metal,
1: most likely.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I've seen this episode a bunch. Like I said at the top, I love season 22 generally. There's a few clunkers in there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is one of the absolute highlights for me. So let's talk about some of the wacky moments of this episode. What cartoony moments stood out to you guys?
1: I do like all their wacky bits of trying to, you know, burn through the gas so they can buy more gas, so they can get a new Happy <laughs> the Levels figure. Yeah. Like I like how they're just doing donuts and then all of them get out in a dizzy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, that whole montage yeah. actually with the gas is quite yep. good. I was surprised because I was a bit worried it would go on too long. Yeah, but they, they, kept they finding found new ways. Yeah,
1: like I like skeet shooting with the gas. Yeah, filling liked... up the, the boot of the car. And...
2: Yeah, I liked when he was burning the pile of like dud elves. Yep. Yeah, that was really great.
0: Well, yeah, and I love this as well because it's such a good comment on blind packs Mm. and this lucky draw, you know, uh, things where it's like, yeah, collect them all, but you can't tell which ones you're going to fucking get. Mm. And yeah, that it's tied in with this gas station promotion as they so often are.
1: Mm. Yeah, for me, it's D&D blind packs.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: They got me good.
0: (laughs) Have you had many dull moments where you've had to then set a bunch of them on fire? Got it, got it, got it, kind of want it, got it, damn. It's
1: like, um...
2: (laughs) People at the moment with the Coles shopper yeah. things.
0: Oh, they're um, what are they doing? I didn't know about this. They got like mini products, like
2: collectible toy products. It's so bizarre. Have what, you not just... seen these? No. Have you been living under a rock, mate?
0: Look, don't
1: make fun of my house. <laughs> it's all I can afford in Sydney.
0: Yeah, <laughs> one rock, four hundred thousand dollars. Oh
1: wow, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> What a rock. It's only a one-bedroom rock. So.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you can just pulling this up on the... Uh, There's
1: tiny versions of real food.
0: Yeah, and then you get like this little folder that you can put them in and so you collect them all. It's I can so get tiny bizarre. bleach. Tiny tuna as well. It's tiny cool.
2: everything. People are obsessed. Apparently, the full sets are selling on eBay for around a
0: grand. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Because he hates you've got a spare grand to spend on oh, nothing. I Useless <laughs> products. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't get mad. Let's just think about how we can capitalize this and make Simpsons Index collectibles.
1: Oof. Little mini BT. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: not that small either. No. You can mail me off in chunks. <laughs> I-, I could make a lot of chunks, collect them all. Collect the whole set of
0: BT chunks today. <laughs> Please
1: collect them all and reassemble them.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just like the Coles thing and how people are going mad and we'll spend thousands to get them on eBay. And yeah, I liked how this story played out instead, where we got to see a bunch of hijinks. Hmm. Mm. Also, I like how when Homer gets all mad and frustrated and upset at the end, that then Maggie is consoling him. Yeah, yes, was...
1: that was so cute. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I know you're young, but maybe you'll understand. You just don't always get what you want, this stupid
2: fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um, Even at the beginning, I loved that line where he's like, no child of mine will go without anything except quality health care.
0: <laughs> I but feel also- like he was almost looking down the barrel of the camera at that yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: We've said it before, we'll say it again. Get your shit together, America.
0: Oh, oh my God. All too real. <laughs> yeah, once again, to bring up Michael Moore. Watch Sicko and just, like, remember that's 10 years old now. <laughs>
1: no, just, you don't even need to do that. Just consider that No Country on the Planet that has universal health care is trying to get rid of it. Yeah. It's almost like that shit really, really works.
2: <laughs> it's a scam. Yeah.
1: It's a conspiracy
2: <laughs> by the government to get more higher taxes.
1: Yeah, conspiracy by the government to keep its populace healthy.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, <laughs> it fucking
1: wants So then they can live,
2: live longer and pay taxes for longer Yeah, their be lives.
1: more productive. Oh,
0: <laughs> disgusting. So, any other wacky moments that you guys can think of?
2: There was that scene when they were at the school, and Homer and Lisa like jump, flew out yeah. of the office and yeah. then Homer flew yeah, when Mar- out the when window Marge about
1: to like go off and yeah, then like yeah. do a dive away from the explosion move.
2: yeah, and then Homer lands in the kids' swimming pool. That was a bit yeah. wacky.
1: It might be a visual reference to vertigo, I'm not sure.
0: But yeah. but yeah, then it cut to the Homer and Lisa on the couch, and he wasn't even wet. It was like, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How dare they? I I know. It's so uh, uh, persnickety. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lack of continuity? I don't know. No, I thought it was going to be he's like diving and then realizes the window is there, but then just smacks into it and doesn't break it. I thought that was going to happen because... Windows, especially on like second stories, don't break. Yeah, yeah. they designed for break easily.
0: That, so, yeah. yeah, that would have even been a good move for them to go mm-hmm. triple-ply windows for anti-dive <laughs> yeah, injuries. Yeah, because they've got this
1: whole it's very calm and quiet at this school, so it's like to reduce noise, we've mm-hmm. triple-plied the windows. There we go. I do like... They feel like Marge is so angry they have to slow-motion dive away from the office. But uh, yeah, yeah, the follow-through of going through the window I didn't like.
0: Because I think this is the point in the episode right at the end where they're kind of actually rushing through the Lisa goes to school thing a little too quickly, I think.
2: Yeah, I feel like they had so much content and it was good. It wasn't bad, but it's just a lot to fit in in 30 minutes. Yeah, definitely.
0: And it would have Mm. even been something like, I wonder what this episode looked like without the... Bart story where Mm. we gave a bit more time to Lisa going to this school but
1: we needed something to give that story some air I think.
0: Within the third act she's going there she does stuff there and then she discovers that Marge is doing their laundry.
1: And also functionally you need something to break up the main story so you can transition through time more fluidly. Anyway, two bits of whack I wanted to bring up. Yep, I really like there's a quick quote from Principal Skinner who's like, ah, buying trophies from other schools was a great way to finally (laughs) fill out this trophy (laughs) case and that's like and that's canon as well. They have that bit where Allison shows up to school. It's like, oh, you know, if she sees the trophy case, just tell her they're all out for cleaning. Yeah, or we're wiped out in some fire. And then one that isn't strictly speaking like the usual kind of wacky, but it was definitely a why what kind of moment. <laughs> uh, Selmer and Mo dating.
0: Oh yeah, but I could see that happening.
1: <laughs> I could see that happening, but it was very much a. I excuse me yeah
2: that was odd but i also liked how they're at the gas station to get the frozen yogurt
1: i like how that tie in that was good she's like oh this is a cheap date he's like oh this isn't a cheap date i'm just embarrassed to be seen with you
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it kind of reminds me of the old seinfeld thing where uh george reluctantly takes out like the daughter of his landlord or whatever Mm -hmm. and the scene cuts in and the girl goes to george wow that was some date. I haven't had a Big Mac in a while, <laughs> <laughs> nice. but yeah, I like that they converted a petrol station to a goget place.
1: Yeah, and I'm just wondering what kind of gravelly voice children Selma and Mo would have.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it'd be that annoying mix of the low gravel and the whiny moaner. You know, it all. you know
1: the baby out of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, bingo!
2: <laughs> you know what? I still ship it.
1: Got to go home, write some Mm. fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) I got a pink pen. I'm going to do this in one of my diaries.
0: Uh, Selmo. (laughs) They've been shipped. I haven't actually heard this term before. What's shipped?
1: Uh, It's shipping is when fandoms like put characters together.
0: Oh, like relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like Tina keeps doing in Bob's Burgers with her and everybody.
2: (laughs) Yep. Elliot, I'm always, like, teaching you new things yeah. about pop culture.
0: I know. And last episode, you taught me about Big Shaq.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then you taught him the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs>
2: and then Easter. Yeah. Yep.
1: Which, which is a weird thing to do in, you know, July, but hey.
2: <laughs> Christmas in July, it's a thing. Oh, yeah. Are you, not, are you not with it?
1: <laughs> I used to be with it, but now what I'm with isn't it.
0: <laughs> uh, and they
2: change what it was. Yeah.
0: And the last bit of wackiness that I'll bring up, and always a popular member of this category, is Ralph Wiggum. I fucking loved his appearance in this episode, where Skitter was like, Hey, Lisa, it's my duty to pour cold waters on the dreams of children. <laughs> Ralph, you're not a kangaroo. No. <laughs> Just his little upset whine. He's never done this noise before. Yeah. It no. was... <laughs>
1: yeah and it wasn't like pushing overly dumb Ralph or anything he was just clearly having a great time being a kangaroo child <laughs> being a child yeah, for someone who's once said when I grow up I want to be the principal like Skinner or a caterpillar <laughs> yeah
0: and yeah when he wanted to be a trophy as well yeah. and then um
2: I did sort of like how super Nintendo Chalmers then <laughs> showed up and started yelling at Skinner about yelling at the kids and then Skinner goes why don't you yell at Willie and he's like I like Willie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a weird little tiff for them to have, but for the line, I like Willie. It was worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the one bit of wackiness I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet is where Homer's rolling up chewing gum in a a cigar, but I forget what the cigar's also came. It's made of (laughs) roll-ups. Yeah, and then blows a bubble ring. (laughs) I think we all quietly lost our shit a little bit.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, just the way it floated majestically and and then then just dropped (laughs) like a big wad of ring gum.
2: I like how that's where it went as well. Amazing. Yeah, that is a... smoke
1: ring bubble.
0: Guy who has done some creative things with candy. Yeah. So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps?
1: It's there. It's. I'm going to say it's spread out, but not in a bad way. It's. Uh, yeah. It doesn't hit all at once. Mm. But it's Lisa, oh, I don't want to grow up to be like you, mum. I mean, you're great and all, but it's not for me. And I think there's a really good bit where she comes downstairs and sees that Marge is doing the entire school's laundry and then says, no, I don't want to go there anymore. And they hug. But Lisa gives this little... Uh, I'm giving this up kind of face. And it's not yeah. something they then resolve. It's like, no, that she's giving something up. She's obviously upset.
2: Yeah, mm. actually, I wish she kind of didn't do that second glance look because you're right, I was really feeling the heart moment yeah, well, up until the kind of sly, bitchy look. Like
1: it that. is a little disappointing not to have it resolved, but mm. at the same time, I appreciate the realism of it. Yeah. So it's a mixed bag, and depending on how you know you feel about stuff, mm. I enjoy crippling reality. So.
2: <laughs> I also really like just the heart moment of Homer going to those lengths to get Maggie that doll. I <laughs> yeah. thought that was so cute.
1: Yeah. I'd say he broke an enter, but he didn't <laughs> have to break anything. He was
0: entered. <laughs> yeah, he There's really no did. glass. <laughs> so the heart of the episode is in this Marge and Lisa story, line mm-hmm. which is sort of something they've done before with separate vocations you know where Lisa gets the yeah. aptitude test
1: but that wasn't so Marge focused it was just more the, the crushing of Lisa's dreams rather than yeah so I, I like that this kind of conflict is finally coming up a little bit
0: Well, yeah, because often we criticise The Simpsons of doing stuff again, but doing a watered-down version of this. Mm. I feel like they have done this thing where they've taken at it from a different angle and Mm. explored the Marge side of it. I think they do shit on Marge just a little bit too much, but...
2: One of the biggest criticisms I have to say about this Mm. episode was the fact that I felt a lot like, oh, Simpsons did it.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: Mm. Lisa acted so shocked when she's like, what? Mudge used to be smart, yes, Lisa. We already knew that, like yeah, yep. this is not new. And then. As well, the Bart and Nelson conflict that already happened as well. Yeah, when, Bart when, already beat Nelson. When Nelson yeah.
1: and when Nelson's threatening to beat him up, mm. that's very much Bart the general from season one. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I think there's enough of a difference in how they approach it for it to work. But there are a lot of moments of eh, to the point where at certain point, I thought I'd seen this one before. Yeah. When Marge was just oh, just make him feel good about himself.
0: Like oh, I think I've seen this. Yeah. But then
1: I had and I was like oh, okay, just must be something else where she gives a very similar piece of advice. She's good at that. Yeah, consistent.
0: That's where I think, well, we'll talk about this more in the next question. Did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. And I think, yes, it did. Enough. Especially, we keep talking about the integrity of it. And Mm -hmm. I think most of the characters are really on point in this. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I really felt like there were a lot of character moments. It really felt true to The Simpsons, even to the point where they like incorporated the itchy and scratchy and incorporated the Happy Little Elves universe. I really liked all that.
0: Yeah, a couple of callbacks to, Mm. yeah, things we already knew in The Simpsons and using them in fun, fresh ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the fact that it does call back to so many previous moments is a good hint of its integrity because it is so familiar. These are these characters we've done similar things before, but not quite in the same way. And I think... You know, there's the old, there's nothing new under the sun, but there's new ways of going about it. And I think that's what this one does very well. So,
0: Yeah, absolutely. As far as the show itself, though, I think, yeah, it absolutely rushes its third act. I even feel like we've already sort of said that the Lisa Marge thing wraps up a bit too quickly. I also think the Bart Nelson resolution is a little weak source.
1: It did take a lot for when he says, you punch really good for me not yell out, you mean (laughs) Superman punches good, he punches well.
2: (laughs) I do get what you mean. It was a really quick wrap up. I think I'm going to go back to what I said earlier where I felt like I really enjoyed the content of the episode. That I There's only so much that they can do with that time limit and without sacrificing and making something stupid, like maybe taking out one of the callback continuity kind of things would really have jeopardized the episode. So I think they did the best they could.
0: Well, and they actually made an attempt to wrap things up as well. I mean, the last episode we did, Frink Gets Testy, is <laughs> no effort made to wrap mm-hmm. up any of those storylines. Whereas, yeah, this one at least had an ending. And, you know, I did like a lot of the content around the Bart Nelson thing where it's like, oh, yeah, and you don't give black eyes on pitch. T- people appreciate that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's like, hey, those memories last forever.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and you don't phone it in like some bullies. <coughs> Kearney. <laughs> yeah, I love
2: that. A little diss to Kearney. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, yes or no, would you watch this one again?
1: Sure.
2: Yeah, I would.
0: Yeah, I'd watch it again. So we're going to watch it again. We'll put it in a playlist. What playlist does this one belong in? Bart versus Nelson. Yeah.
2: Lisa and Marge. Yeah, that definitely. Lisa questioning her smartness.
0: Mm. Uh, Happy Little Elves. Mm. Yeah, actually, we don't see many appearances of them.
2: Mm. Marge's childhood.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, pair this with, like, fear of flying or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marge flashbacks to the past and all that. Yeah.
1: Mentions of the trophy cabinet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The trophy playlist. Mm.
1: <laughs> Ralph Wiggum being animals. <laughs> <laughs> he can be that and Wiggle Puppy. Yep,
0: yep.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. Lisa going to a private school, or yep. such different school. Which How many freaking times well? have they done that?
0: I did not intend to bring uh, <sighs> another one of these to you, Maddie, because, yeah, the first episode we did with you was mm. the Waverly Hills one. Yep. Yeah. And that was season 20, so... only <laughs> mm. <laughs> <There laughs> really were...
1: two seasons later we do it again. <laughs> yeah, it, interesting. It is a very different version of it, so... <laughs> (laughs)
0: so... Yeah, BT, what would you like to change about this episode?
1: Hmm, good question. Not too much. I think I would wrap Bart's story a bit differently, because honestly, all that's really going to happen is is going to beat him once, and then the status quo is restored. Mm. So, maybe something. I'm not dissatisfied with it. It just, maybe it was just a bit too abrupt. Maybe an extra scene there. And that's the thing. They're only kind of little moments you could trim, because they were just maybe a bit too much, but... Yeah, Having said that, none really pop immediately to mind.
0: Yeah. How about you, Maddie? Is there anything you'd like to change about this episode?
2: Like I said, I really enjoyed it, but I think the fact that it's just so repeated, mm. it's kind of a regurgitation of very similar themes and ideas and areas. If you change those, you'd be changing the entire episode. So yeah. mm. I can't really say there's anything I would change per se, but...
0: yeah. Same here. Honestly, there's just some tightening of some screws that need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Just jumping on your point, BT, I reckon it might have even helped the Bart Nelson story if Nelson was beating him up when Bart said that yeah. uh, compliment. Oh, that's a really good punch. And mm-hmm. then the compliment started rolling from there. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, Not that Bart deserved to get hit at yeah. all.
2: Or no. if Milhouse swooped in and saved him, <laughs> I would love that.
1: And he's just like two
0: feet taller than usual. It's
2: <laughs> yeah. like, wow,
1: you are going through a growth
0: spurt.
2: Yeah, I was just expecting Millhouse to come in at any point slightly taller.
0: Yeah, Oh, uh, and then like Marge sees Nelson and Bart getting along at the end and it's like, mm. did Millhouse help you after all? And it's like, Yes, shut up.
1: <laughs> mm. Or maybe she thinks Nelson is Milhouse.
0: Oh <laughs> no,
2: that's a homer no, it's thing. True, Marge it's true. pays she attention. Knows. Yep.
0: True musical moments. So during Bart's opening thing where he's got the kite and a TV tray from Marge's Memorables as well. Uh, which Not was... just
1: any kite, a Sonny and Cher kite.
0: <laughs> That's a quality kite right there. Mm-hmm. Made by Sonny and Cher. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sonny and Cher kites.
1: Well, I mean, one of them's dead. But
0: uh, So the music during this moment was from the Canadian metal band Anvil. Have you guys seen the documentary about them?
1: No, but I know of it. Nope
0: good documentary about a metal band that have been doing it really hard for like 30 years and but yeah as a metal fan myself uh, yeah felt it right there in the, the heart guts. so yeah anyway they play a little bit of metal on metal here which is which is
1: nice getting that Simpson's money
0: any other musical moments
1: i mean there's classical music playing in the fancy rich school bus yeah. but that's about
0: it dun, 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 dun. that one
1: that one you know the
0: one people And one of my favorite ever Groundskeeper Willie songs.
1: Him screaming?
0: (laughs) Before that, it was, (laughs) I'll clean the upstairs and I'll clean the downstairs and I'll get drunk in
1: the library.
0: Fucking loved that. (laughs) And yes, the screaming it out. (laughs) (laughs) How good was that?
1: That I I thought this was going to be a really lame point, but when he falls down, "Ah," he's like, no, I'll just scream it out. (laughs) You continue studying. (laughs) (laughs) He's very considerate at this point.
2: There are a lot of good little one-liners in this (laughs) episode, actually.
0: But, yeah, that's totally something you'd see groundskeeper Willie doing, you know. (laughs) He's a hard Scotsman. Oh, yeah. You get injured, you just scream it out.
2: He doesn't need no help.
1: Yeah, you should hear the hospitals. They're just (laughs) brutal. But, you know, hey, it works.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Trying
1: to do something with the NHS, like national health screaming. (laughs) That's the best I got.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, you tried. Yeah. Good for you. Give me a medal. Gold star.
0: (laughs) Silver. Um. (laughs) Nice. Maddie, do you have any other notes?
2: Yes, I loved Bart getting so bored that he goes, I want to go read books in the
0: car. <laughs> <laughs> there are no books in the car.
2: I just want to sit in the car.
0: <laughs> it's such a kid thing to do. Yeah, it. yeah. the way he's honking the horn and pointing at his watch later. <laughs> just, oh, you impatient little shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I also loved the teacher joke. Yep.
0: Teachers yeah, Teachers
2: teach so much better when they get paid in money, not chickens. <laughs> what? Yeah,
1: chickens are expensive.
0: Yeah, (laughs) chickens. Like of all the things they could have picked, I really like the chickens. Yeah, (laughs) me too. And I'm
2: just imagining like Miss Hoover and Miss Scrabble sitting there with like ten barbecue chickens or something (laughs) at the end of the week. I assumed
1: they were live. (laughs) Oh, lot mm. more value in live chicken. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, they could have picked anything. And yes. if they'd said beads or something, it would not have been as funny as chickens.
2: No, chickens was great. Yeah. It was so odd and worked well. And
1: yep. the fact that it's so well known, even the students know that that's what they get paid. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> if it's live chickens, you really it would be obvious. Oh look, it's payday. It's a very favourite <laughs> here.
0: Oh, that's how they earn them big bucks.
1: <laughs>
0: beads just staring lasers into my soul. No, I just Box. That's, that's dear. Box, box, box. <laughs> uh, like there's in The Noise the Chicken Makes. That's box. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it worked, it worked.
1: She other... got it, so I assume it was me.
0: Any other notes, Maddie?
2: Oh, Bart, when he goes to Nelson, we're in the same reading group. I think you know how smart I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Nelson, that's an insult to me and the other inchworms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very cute.
1: Oh, cute name him. for your intermediate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
2: and I also loved the gag when lisa is throwing out all her hobbies and she like looks at her saxophone and goes how many jazz musicians led long and happy lives yeah <laughs> thanks for it gives it a beat throws it out the window yep. santa's little helper then like <laughs> sniffs it and then like gets it stuck in his head is like ramming into the tree and then marge looks out the window and just goes hmm that's odd lisa just threw out her sax out the window <laughs>
0: Uh, And then Homer, oh, just putting his foot in it because she sees the saxophone as a me and she doesn't want to turn out like you. (laughs) Help, (laughs) I'm...
2: traps (laughs) 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 traps
0: <laughs> 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 just yeah couldn't dig his way out of that
1: yeah, yeah. no that but was great like he wasn't trying to hide his own thing mm. he was trying to hide Lisa's well not even hide it it just kind of waddled into it yeah, yeah. like
0: he
2: didn't want to hurt Marge's feelings yeah
1: it wasn't that he was trying to hide something from Marge mm. it was just that I don't know how to say this thing that I didn't actually do was happening
0: yeah Yeah. Mm. how about you BT any other notes
1: just one more when Lisa's all like oh if I go to this school I look the, make the old me look like Bart yeah <laughs> <laughs> he like, That is one weird looking kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: that was a really good line from Homer.
2: Yeah, I think Homer had some good lines slash things in this episode. He wasn't overtly doofusy and yeah. annoying and obnoxious. He was he was the fun yeah. level of dumb in this yeah. one. So he
1: wasn't jerk-ass and he wasn't just a total bonehead. Yeah. So.
0: yeah, the only things that I'd say were wrong with him were more just missteps rather than like completely, uh, I don't know, offensive behaviour, mm-hmm. like like the whole diving through the window mm-hmm. scene yeah. or how we called Lisa his girl's son. It was just, yeah, that was yeah. a bit weak. Yep. But other than that, yeah, he had a lot of good material in this mm-hmm. episode.
2: Mm-hmm. I think as well because they didn't ever play him. You know, often they're like, oh, Simpsons here, Homer, it's funny, haha, you like this, don't you? (laughs)
1: Yeah, and the number of times we've seen, uh, you know, a storyline about another character get railroaded by the Homer show happens all the time. I'm very glad this stayed on Lisa and Marge.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right, guys, it's time for my final notes. I like how Homer's like, oh, Maggie, you can't climb into the TV. If you could, I'd climb in and go to Alex Trebek and ask him some questions. (laughs) Such a good threat from yeah. someone who's obviously been insulted at Jeopardy. Yeah, and yeah.
1: genuinely thought if I could climb in this TV right now.
0: <laughs> And when they pull up to the weird woman's house and she's like, Oh, you can come in as long as I don't have to feed this one, pointing means like, ha, tell her no deal. Mm-hmm. I like that. It was a good homer whisper joke. Yeah. I just like how he's like, ha, social night of cities. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't really like Marge's whole thing. Oh, I worked out I could see in the bathroom if I just looked at the reflection of the toaster because mm. what's the likelihood they had her toaster from? Yeah. yeah. That
2: was... or, also, where did Homer get dental floss to be sitting on the toilet flossing his teeth that quickly?
1: Uh, yeah. The medicine cabinet? It's just...
0: But why has Homer got the door open? And it, like it's it's Look, too dumb. Clearly, you
1: mm-hmm. don't know how to go to other people's houses. Yeah.
0: <laughs> go to the bathroom in other people's houses yeah.
1: <laughs> with the door open using their floor.
2: <laughs> is that not how you go to other no. people's houses to use their bathroom?
0: I've been closing the door and not <laughs> touching their um, oh. dental hygiene products at all. What a Man. social
2: faux pas. That
0: is rude. <laughs> Actually, Man. one of my favourite ever Hollywood stories. You know the Farrelly brothers, the guys who made like something about Mary mm-hmm. and Stuck on You and all those sorts of comedies? Yep. One time they were around Matt Damon's house just having dinner with him. And his wife is all very nice and whatever. And one of them, Bobby Farrelly, goes, oh, can I use your bathroom? And he's like, yeah, sure, yeah, you know, second door on the left, whatever. And he comes back like five minutes later naked except for a towel wrapped around his waist, <laughs> hair full of shampoo, and he goes, you haven't got any conditioner.
1: It's a good bit. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, just... In Matt Damon's house, it's like amazing. just throwing that one down. Like, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. saw
2: his opportunity and he took he it. If it. you <laughs> can't have a shower in Matt Damon's house then, then yeah. when can you?
1: Yeah. I like that maybe it went, you know, I heard from George Clooney he has an amazing shower. Yeah. When, yeah. Am I gonna, when am I
0: going to be here again? I just got to go for it.
1: The water pressure is great <laughs> I just, there, I perfect. hear. I don't know how he's done it. I mm. actually
0: cup, heard he had really good conditioner <laughs> and that's how it started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably had like
2: $200 bottle of conditioner. Uh,
0: oh. yep. Flown in from the Alps or yeah, somewhere Own
2: that sweet life Matt Damon
0: mm-hmm. Not just basic Tresemme or Sunsilk <laughs> When you're
1: making that <laughs> Matt Damon money
0: Ooh. <laughs> It was a weird bit But I liked how Nelson obeyed by The law of hopscotch as he was crying And running away mm-hmm. Anyway just like a weird little animation moment mm-hmm. We were talking about in the last episode how The Simpsons' new episodes keep doing background stuff to undercut mm-hmm. what's going on in like the story things. And when Lisa was just basically doing some plot explanation mm. at her computer and the visual is just stuck on Maggie and putting different toys in place of, uh, what did they even call it? Baby must-have? Yep. The intentionally elusive toy. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I felt like that was a bit of a misstep as well, undercutting the...
2: Well, see, I kind of liked it because it yeah. sort of was like drawing that attention back to Maggie still kind of yeah. not getting what she wanted, and mm. it kind of tied the story in again. Lisa's and... not getting what she wants.
1: Yeah. And... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
2: see, I feel like if the end of the episode, Homer just turned up with the doll without having that kind of tie-in around the mm. middle you'd be like oh what's this about again I forgot about it that was 20 minutes ago yeah yep. you
0: know what that's a good point because it was coming back from the act break as well so mm-hmm. it's a good time to yeah. do that refreshing it's, it's
1: the old mm. setup reminder payoff
0: yeah yep for some weird reason Maggie just had like days worth of uh village in her diaper <gasps> yeah
1: that, <laughs> yeah, was, that was actually a bit much of yeah. yeah. like not a good time like Change your child, (laughs) God.
2: Also, she made Lisa pancakes as the bus was coming there, like had arrived, so I don't know. That just seems like bad planning.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maybe it was being spiteful because she also gave Lisa that cold, indifferent kiss. No, but I feel
1: like she still makes a lunch, gives her a note and kisses her. It's just the note was a seven of clubs. And contents lunch. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, on the outside
0: of the bag. That was so good. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah, Bart has a little heart drawn around his name and
0: contents lunch. (laughs) Yeah, that about does it for my notes. I don't really have any other... Oh, there was the one bit where Otto sees the private school bus driver. Mm. (laughs) Hey, bro.
1: (laughs) I'm not your brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. All right, it is time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was just meh, you give a participant. But for the good rankings, you got good bronze, great silver, excellent gold, but for the best of the very best, the ones that you'd change to schools for. The ones you'd do the entire laundry
1: of a school just <laughs> to watch.
0: Oh yeah, those ones you'd give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first, let me show you how it's done. Look, I actually really want to give this one gold, I'm telling you, but there's just enough stuff bringing it down for me unfortunately i think there's just a few bolts that need to be tightened here and there for me this one's just going to be a silver what do you reckon maddie
2: i think i'm gonna go with silver as well yeah. uh, i really enjoyed this episode but just the fact that i just felt they were reusing so many old plot lines yeah that kind of dragged it down from gold it wasn't original content kind of
1: thing
0: Definitely. How about you,
1: mm. BT? I was resting somewhere in the Brilva area. Oh. And I have gone up to a silver. Because, yeah, I mean, they re- do reuse some ideas, but they do it in a new enough way. Mm. And after, what is this, 6,847 episodes? Yep. <laughs> fair enough. I appreciate they've done this before, but they found a new approach to it. So, yeah. Hi-ho, Silver.
0: Yeah, I will just say, to finish it off, one of the things that's bringing me down is the shitting on Marge. And also, there was an implication that Marge went to Springfield Elementary while Skinner was the principal, mm. which is just a fucking screwing with the timeline. Yeah, mm. the whole
1: Armand-Tanzarian thing has just... just messed up so much
0: yeah it's just one of those moments well uh, that wasn't worth it just to say that you know mm-hmm.
1: to be fair I don't think he specifically mentions that he taught her he just has seen her records yeah, yeah he's aware
0: that she was a good student up until yeah. a point but they also don't rule it out so. yeah yeah alright guys well that will equal a unanimous silver it'll be the first HD episode to be a unanimous uh-huh. silver
2: Special. <gasps> I'm
1: still not done gasping. <laughs> Getting a little. little
0: Actually, warm. it'll be our second best HD episode reviewed so far. What wow. was the
2: first best?
0: Season 20s: The Good and the Sad and the Drugly. That got a dull gold. <laughs> so <Ooh. laughs> not a shiny, incredible gold or hmm. a straight-up gold, but yeah, a dull gold. Golds a gold Very respectable Tell that to an Olympian (laughs) So this will be joining other episodes like The Departed from season 19 where they do The Departed but with Bart Mm -hmm. The Seemingly Never Ending Story from season 17 which is an episode I love as well where they do like a play within a play within a play within a play thing Mm -hmm. It's very meta Uh, I'm going to Praise Land as well The sequel to Mod Dying and Pygmolion where Mo gets plastic surgery
1: Yeah it reminds me about roughly on par with something like the book
0: job Before we move on guys it's that reputation justified
1: is that reputation justified yay beautiful
0: (laughs) todd vanderwerth of the av club uh, we've only done a couple of his
1: yeah he doesn't have a nickname yet it's just what's a (laughs) vanderwerth
0: about five bucks all right he gave this episode a b plus which is probably a silver uh, Mm -hmm. comparing to our scale he said it's the best episode of the season so far the story made good use of the Marge and Lisa relationship mm-hmm. as its emotional core. Indeed. Yeah. It's I not, would agree. It's not that fun when we completely agree with them, is it? No. It's, it's it's satisfying, though. <laughs> Let's
2: make fun of his name again.
0: What's a Vanderworth? Ugh. A silver. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so that was the 469th episode of The Simpsons, now we're going all the way back to the 392nd, and this will be Yokel Chords. We'll be back.
1: Hmm, I bet Cletus is in here. Puffy Yokel?
0: and we are back and we just watched our Teens Era episode this was Season 18 Episode 14 Yokel Chords first released in March of 2007 it was directed by Susie Dieter who I just want to quickly mention is one of my absolute favourite Simpsons directors she was actually the first female Simpsons director. She did Bart Gets Famous and Radioactive Man, and she was also an excellent director from Futurama, uh, mm. Bicyclops Built for Two, Godfellas, and Big Piece of Garbage. Those are quality episodes.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Just wanted to bring Thanks those to up.
2: Those fun facts. Because
0: those this was facts. her first episode back to the Simpsons after uh, going away to do Open Season, the animated movie. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring up her. Awesome history before we get into this episode.
1: Even directors got to put dinner on the table.
0: (laughs) And it was written by Michael Price, who, again, he's so nice to us on social media, but... (laughs) Oh, buddy. (laughs) Buddy. And in this episode fuck a lot happens. Bart scares the kids with a spooky story to get their lunches. Then he gets put into psychiatry. Then him and his therapist have like a weird lover's relationshipy thing. And also Lisa teaches Cletus's kids about the world and they get bought by Krusty. Lisa Sound of Musics. Yeah. Sound
2: of Music kind of parody something. Mm. I don't know what it was.
0: Yeah. Guys, what did you think? Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I feel
2: like I have PTSD from that episode. (laughs) Wow.
0: Geez,
1: wait till we show you like a bad one. Yeah. Wait till you go to Simpsons Hell. My God.
2: Like, it was... I just was so distasteful. It was very...
0: A lot of punching down humour.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of punching down humour, saying that punching down humour is bad, and then doing it anyway.
0: Yeah, that's it. And it was so scattershot. It just jumped from one Mm. thing to the next with... Little Rhyme or Raisin, like, the whole opening sequence is just a mess.
2: Yeah, I mean, even um Marge's weird dream horror show and then yeah. the animation of the Black Stanley thing. And I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be a horror-themed episode. And, and then it jumps
0: into Willie oh rustling up God, the kids.
2: I don't know what the hell that was. And then all of a sudden, hey, it's Sound of Music.
0: Yeah. Mm. What? Mm. Yeah, there's little rhyme or reason for why any of this is happening.
2: Oh,
1: God.
0: Yes. So, BT, starting with you, what is a moment from this episode that stands out to you, for better or worse?
1: Well, again, I'm going to represent the family and say, and just from my brother Phil, Ah, musicals! why? (laughs) I'm going to go with the positive of the whole Dark Stanley story. It wasn't necessarily great, but I really like the animation style and the shift in music. There's a particular French style for it. I don't know what it is. But it looked and sounded really good. Yeah, it was a nice shift.
0: Yeah, I quite enjoyed the different animation style and how, like, Mm. I had the cross-sketching of the shadowing and, like, it's a little bit where the wild things are, but Mm. not that. Yeah, not that.
2: It just didn't fit, though. That's the thing.
1: That's what... Yeah, and if it had been like in a flashback or something, it wouldn't yeah. have made sense. But seeing as it's a fantasy within The Simpsons mm. context, I think it just looked very good. Yeah. Whether or not it fit, I'll leave that up to the individual.
0: But yeah. yeah.
2: From a visual aspect, it mm. was enjoyable. But overall, it was not cohesive.
0: Yeah. No. And context-wise, it was it was way too elaborate for mm. Bart to do to get lunch.
1: Yeah. It's impressive. He came up with that very quickly, though.
0: <laughs> but mm. it was even a weird thing where, like, he tells the story and then they do, like, a thing how it spreads, and it's like, okay, that's kind of a clever way to show how these things do spread across the mm. schoolyard. But then it cuts to him telling the story again over lunchtime. And yeah. Anyway, I couldn't find what it's actually a visual reference to, but the music in that scene was Sweet Punta del Este," which I'm sure is... Perfect Frenchio <laughs> accent. Sweet
1: Painted <laughs> Del Asti.
0: Yeah. Uh Song from the movie 12 Monkeys, composed by Astor oh, Piazzolla.
1: I didn't know it was composed for 12 Monkeys. That's cool.
0: Oh, hey, yeah. yeah. Hmm.
1: That's a movie that just keeps giving.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: That's good. Terry Gilliam. He's
0: a... oh, really? Yeah. The Monty Python guy? Yep. Oh, cool. They made it into a series as well or something?
1: Yeah, I got about six episodes in.
0: Oh, how no? no.
1: Uh, it just didn't click with me. Fair enough. You know, when you put time travel into an, a series and you're not Doctor Who, then yeah. uh, you got some troubles.
0: Anyway, the last thing I want to say about your moment, BT, is the this is going to be a common theme with this episode where I think it was a good bit. Yeah, the animation, the story being told, and it was mm. a good childhood myth. But, yeah, the reason why it came mm-hmm. out and its payoff didn't work for me. I don't
1: mind yeah. like the reason. I feel like the payoff, yeah, was a bit... Yeah, I would have done something else with it.
2: I feel like the reason... For like Homer having made their lunches. I kind of liked where that was going and I thought it was gonna be kind of like, Oh, well, maybe Marge takes a step back from the homemaker role and Homer yeah. takes yeah, over more about that. Yeah. I thought that would have been a really interesting plot line and I was kind of like interested and I thought yeah. you know, I liked when they opened their lunches and Lisa's like, I just have a picture of a sandwich. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it wasn't even a vegetarian sandwich, yeah. I liked that. Yeah. <laughs> But what was Bart's again?
2: Grandpa's pills. Oh, right. Mm. And
0: again, leading to another fucking bit of bullshit wackiness of Grandpa driving the old folks home. Thinking yeah. they're all pizzas he yeah. needed
1: to deliver. Yeah.
0: Mm. Again, I didn't mind the line, oh, shut up pizzas, but I didn't like why it happened or any of that. Mm. So it was a very hollow joke to me. Ew. Maddie, what is the moment from this episode that stands out to you, for better or worse?
2: Feel free to pick worse. God, yeah. I was going to say, you went with a positive approach. I'm going to go with the negative. No,
0: I
1: tend to do that in anything I have a lot of criticism on. The hard (laughs) negative.
2: (laughs) Just the whole, like, Cletus kids being tutored by Lisa and then Mm -hmm. turning into some kind of Sound of Music parody. I mean, I like Sound of Music, but I just thought that was really trash. It was a
1: very weak parody. Like, Mm. yeah. It
2: wasn't clever. The lyrics weren't, like, funnily interchanged nope.
1: and it mm. didn't like keep to the story or anything no. Well,
0: also we were talking about you know these musical stings and whatever they're best used when they're they're at least progressing the story and all of these things just sort of existed in their own moment and then they'd have some bullshit rush plot and then a bit more of these musical moments which were slowing the plot down
1: yeah Mm. i mean a good example is of course see my vest where that's where you find out burns's plan you don't know he's planning to turn them into a suit until the song yeah where it all gets revealed hilariously
0: and wonderfully
2: yeah like there's definitely no doubt about it the simpsons has some amazing
1: musical moments Mm. but this definitely wasn't one of them
0: no, well, so Beej, you'd probably have a bit more familiarity with uh, this than I do. Do
1: I? The number of times <laughs> someone's was like, sit down and watch this. It's the sound of music. It's cultural. Mum, I've seen it. Sit down and watch it. I've seen it like five, sit down and watch it.
0: <laughs> I'm not that familiar with it. It's one of those movies that I don't think I've sat down and watched it start to finish. I've just seen it in bits. And I think <laughs> I've seen it all in bits. But <laughs> all the pro- bits? <laughs> yeah, but my problem is like, I either keep falling asleep through it or I like... <gasps> caught it so you're a fan
2: love it Who yes. you just love julie just. andrews come on <laughs> she like uh, beautiful i did the sound of music tour when i was in really salzburg
3: mm-hmm. oh like, nice just,
2: yeah it was great walked up the stairs that they do the do re yeah. yeah, it was great. Had a great <laughs> time. Went and saw the gazebo from yeah sixteen going on seventeen. Oh, oh wow! My God.
1: I kind of want to redo <laughs> Do re Me but cut it as A B C D E F G A. <laughs> a for A, it's also aardvark. <laughs> B, it's also a B. <laughs> C, it's big and it's wet. D. <laughs>
2: She loves the D. <laughs> I
1: was about to go there. Like <laughs> just save little Crass to go.
0: She wants it from me. Oh, um, that's better. E, that's what my name starts with. Like, <laughs> e, e that's what Elliot. his name starts with. <laughs> yeah, so as like people who are more aware of the sound of music, like this doesn't really so much play for me. Like, What do you guys think of all the references and all the visual stuff? Like, It lost it
1: most of the way through. Didn't land the it. The only song that even sounded like a parody was the first one, How Do You Solve a Problem Likely. So even then... We got about halfway from like, oh, that's what we're doing. And this thing is fucking tattooed on my brain. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs>
2: no, like, completely the same. It took me a while yeah. to click. I was like, oh, it's the Maria song, and I was like,
1: yeah. And then they do God. the big, you know, the famous hill spin uh, from Julie yeah. Andrews, and
0: it's like, and they turn it into a Springfield gorge joke with yeah. Lisa, which yeah. is weird. Which I thought
1: was going to be a fantasy sequence. Then it's like, no, she just fell down. I was like, oh. I was okay. like,
2: she just fell on a cliff. Yeah. How is that little girl still she alive? She got
0: tenderized. She,
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's one thing for Homer to cop that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: We know he has Homer Simpson syndrome. Mm, <laughs> yeah. And his head can take those blows, but she doesn't. Mm. She has
0: a very full brain, uh, a yeah. head brain. So it's amazing she can
2: still tutor those kids after Just that fall.
1: The yeah. bone density of an eight-year-old.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So they do favorite things over the town, observing the wide world. Yeah, yeah. And sixteen going on seventeen, which was I've got eight teeth going on seventeen. Yeah, that Mm. was so
2: awful. And then the Mm. the joke with the moonshine at the end of it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the the biggest problem I'm going to have is when you know Lisa's like it perpetuates the stereotype that all hillbillies are stupid. It's like this is the show that's named one of them Incest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah.
1: That, oh, that
2: wasn't even funny. You know what was funny? In the pretzel episode, when Cletus mm-hmm. calls out all like 26 yeah. of his kids or whatever. Yeah. And they all have like...
1: Yeah, It just it's Brittany, funny because he just keeps going, Whitney, Brittany.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, they were just Cletus funny little variations on the name. But these mm. ones were too avert. Yeah. Crystal Meth and... I almost Birthday. like the one called Birthday. Yeah, yeah I or do. <laughs>
1: Just because they're out of ideas. I appreciate that. But.
0: Well, and W is not one that I liked at the time, but they've sort of since made him a semi-recurring character, which I think is just a funny name for a hillbilly kid. But also, <laughs> fuck this episode. Actually, yeah, that's what I'll say the moment stood out to me, was the whole Bart therapy storyline. By the mm-hmm. way, his therapist, Dr. Swanson, was mm-hmm. played by Meg Ryan.
1: Oh, so mm. who that was. Yeah, I'll, I was trying to place the voice. Like, I know this is going to be a guest star, but I can't pick
0: it.
2: Definitely, there were a few guest stars crammed in there, eh?
0: Oh yeah, so we had Stephen Sondheim at the end, which I'll admit was a bit of back and forth between him and Krusty that I liked. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm a music geek, so yeah. like I can understand why this scene didn't play either because he's yeah, like,
1: y- you and I said, oh, lovely cadence at the air, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Like, okay, let and poppy, and I'll put it with some counterpoint of no, no, <laughs> yeah. and I went, Oh, counterpoint, I know what that is,
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's some complex harmony, nope, peppy, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, this peppy stuff's all right, I will write that tune for Buzz Cola <laughs> with lemon, <laughs> that was a good joke. Mm. And the other guest stars was Andy Dick
3: mm-hmm.
0: on Krusty's No Collar Comedy Tour, yeah, that was. Bullshit, line. James Patterson at the start yeah. in Mum's fantasy, uh, Marge's fantasy. That was a weird Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Not recovering from that. <laughs> no,
1: I actually quite like Marge's fantasy, which is just reading this novel, and he's like, oh, it's always so good how they wrap up the mystery just before they run out of pages." Yeah. <laughs> it had like a bit of a promising opening. Like- yeah. Between that and then Homer's introduction of, "Oh, mm. don't worry, honey, I did everything and helped out. I've got everyone's lunches packed." And like, okay, where mm. are we going with this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah And it was like While you were sleeping uh, And dreaming of me And calling me James <laughs> <laughs> And yeah And I liked as well How she came out of the dream And James Patterson's face Turned into an alarm clock mm-hmm. yeah. So the tongue and the eyes Darting back uh, and forth yeah. And Peter Bogdanovich was playing the therapist therapist at the end, and he directed Paper Moon and Mask, the Rocky Dennis Mask, not the Jim Carrey Mask.
2: Why
3: are
0: there oh. so
2: many guest stars in this episode? Are they like, let's line them up and just put them in? Yep.
1: That makes two share references as well, because she's in Mask. Oh.
0: Oh, the share playlist. Here we go. <laughs> just to cap that off as well, what about Barton the therapist? Did you guys like how this played out?
1: Kind of liked it to begin with, mm. how she's like slowly getting to him by getting him to play video games mm. and stuff like that. And I do like there's a bit where he says, Oh, so maybe I act out so my parents will be mad at me and not mad at each other. But it's the whole breakup dynamic they have that really just feels weird. It
2: makes it uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I really like how at the beginning Seymour and Chalmers are saying, let's get him to a psychologist. Mm. And then the school psychologist comes running out of the building crying about Doc Stanley. And they yeah. like, no, a real professional psychologist. And she is a real professional psychologist. Yeah. And, you know, she seems genuinely good at her job. And she's, here I am, analyzing a yeah. cartoon <laughs> psychologist. So that's okay. And, you know, she's like building that client-patient trust. And mm-hmm. I really... Think that was good, and I thought that was clever how she was doing that, and it was like a genuine representation of that. Yeah. Well, which I liked.
0: Well, because, yeah, I even like Bart's sort of introduction into it. It's like, listen, lady, I've looked at the blots, you know, I've talked to the puppets. Yeah. You ain't going to get to me. And she's like, okay, what about Death Kill City too? Death yeah. Kill City Stories.
2: And even when they're doing, like, the ad lib word game, I love uh. that. And Bart <laughs> thinks it's so funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And those are the mad libs that I'd fill out Yeah, and I'd be like,
1: my dad never takes me to the booger wheel. He's always <laughs> passed out in the snot park.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was the merry-go-booger. <laughs> Thank you. And the parking snot. I know
1: to be corrected, I know. (laughs) Like, I know this is wrong, but I've already started
0: this sentence. You committed. But really, it was, yeah, juvenile word plus Mm. carnival thing. Yeah, Yeah, but I felt like the whole him running out of sessions and then Mm. playing it like a jilted lover thing, which is, like we were saying before, just sort of like weirdly uncomfortable. Mm. And I felt that as well with the Apu snake back and forth. Oh,
2: that was so unnecessary. They needed to, honestly, that joke should have been cut from oh there's apu and snake walking into the office like that's all you needed you didn't need the full
1: long
0: yeah he only
2: rubs me once a month now
1: (laughs) but he never initiates it's like Uh,
2: it's getting worse
0: stop it yeah It's disappointing. It just, it didn't feel clever.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of cheap jokes in this. I think that's why it was distasteful. Of
1: all the characters you could have in therapy, they were not the obvious pick. No, No,
0: but I agree with you, Maddie. It's just, it would have been better if they walked in, sat down, Mm. and then that was the joke. Or even Mm. just as
1: the door's closing, get a, he never robs me anymore. Yeah. You know, that's, that's enough. Yeah.
0: Mm. Play count. How many times have you seen this before tonight?
1: I feel like I've seen it twice.
2: I feel like a half, I feel like I've seen some of it, not all of it, bits.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've seen it three or four times. I think it's another one of those ones that Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I'm bored for a few bits and then all of a sudden, yeah, it becomes this musical episode. and I'm like, oh, no, I know where we are now. Mm. You know, this episode actually reminds me a lot of, I don't know if you've seen it, Maddie, where they do like the Avita parody. Mm-hmm where Lisa's, like, head of the school council or something. And... Yeah, and they,
1: again, need to shush her up. So Oh, they, is um... that
2: when she's, yeah, student body president? Mm.
0: Yeah. 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 And For she's Lisa. got the pearls. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So at least uh, parody-wise, in terms of songs, that was a lot more recognisable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I've, with less familiar source material, mm. I think I did a better job. And that's not an episode I like, but, yeah, they did a better job than this one, where mm. the sound of music has so much familiarity.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, there was fire <sighs> in her eyes.
2: I feel like they just took two episode ideas and just smushed them together. Like yes. They should have just stuck with the horror theme or they should have just stuck with the sound and music theme. Like they didn't match and they didn't flow and it wasn't cohesive and it just ruined two
0: perfectly good ideas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, like, if they lent into it and they wanted to do a Sound of Music thing yes. with Cletus's kids, I honestly believe it would have worked.
1: Mm. Yeah, so you're saying they sewed uh, felt patches onto a leather jacket, not leather <laughs> patches onto a felt jacket.
0: They did. They ruined two perfectly good <laughs> jackets. <laughs> So, how about the wackiness of this episode? What are the, some of the cartoony boyo-yoings that stood uh, out to you? I
1: do think we all get a bit of a laugh when uh, Lisa walks in and is trying to stop them from uh, signing the contract. And he's like, Teeny, get
0: her out of here. And he just
1: swings and just launches her out of her window. Yeah. Surprising. And I think we got a laugh there. That was a good one.
0: No, yeah. I, 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 honest, I genuinely enjoyed that joke.
1: Yeah. Also, this is all the money we were saving for my husband's press reduction surgery.
0: <laughs> 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 Very good. It's, I mean, it's not cartoony wackiness or anything, but I like how the Chinese restaurant guys saw Homer yeah, coming yeah. and was like, oh, here he comes, Martha, put on the act. Oh, Mr. Simpson. I'm not going to do the accent. It
2: was Sheila, sorry. It was Sheila, which is even funnier. (laughs) I I think Sorry.
0: The traditional Chinese name. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I did quite like that as well.
0: But, yeah, I felt like they overstepped it with the garbage dump and everything. That was just
1: weird. They're just slamming in the garbage. Although I do like the callback where Bart walks past... The therapist house, and he's yeah. she's yeah. dancing with the Chinese food guy, and he's like, "Yeah." Looks <laughs> out the window. It doesn't make any sense, but it is pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that oh, was a nice callback, like yeah. when we saw the buds of therapist sleep with the sushi chef. Oh my god, <gasps> connections. Oh my
2: god, <laughs> what
0: the hell. <laughs> Random connections in the Simpsons mm. index.
2: And with Maddie watching your episode.
1: So, if Maddie watches an episode where a therapist sleeps with an Asian person, <laughs> the Simpsons <laughs> predicted nine eleven.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Wizards. That Brandine thing at the end. That uh, was awful. The Europe
1: witch bit?
0: Brandine. Brandine.
1: Sorry, oh you are not getting no. the pr- pronunciation uh, correct.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah, say. Yeah, I guess it with there's the a
2: cartoon wackiness there. Her flying in on a helicopter because apparently she's in the army. Which mm-hmm.
0: I think is actually was a fine enough reason for her not to be there that she was serving active yeah. duty.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it was then they have the joke of ah, oh, you get the body armor I sent you, and it's like, <laughs> oh, that happened. That's sad. But Wait, what? Yeah, there was a big problem in the Iraq War. They didn't have enough body armor, oh, so no shit. sometimes like relatives would mail oh, their no. yeah soldiers' like body armor
0: because they didn't have any. Holy fuck! Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because we, we think the Iraq War wasn't fucked enough.
0: Mm. So, look, I thought it was a fine enough excuse for her not to be there because, mm. Mm. I mean, I think it fits her character, joining the army and whatever, but...
1: Like,
2: I didn't mind that, but I minded the, oh, you're supposed to be in Iraq stopping 9-11. Yeah. I was like, oh. Mm.
0: Yeah, it yep. feels even too dumb for Yokel folk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, those are my focal,
0: don't mind.
1: BT, <laughs> <laughs> so so why I'm allowed to do the accent. Yeah. <laughs> from <laughs> Hillbilly Blood. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, that's right. Every time I've done an American accent, completely offensive. Mm-hmm. Beach, it's fine. Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> Just like I can do an Irish accent. Italy d potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, there's a lot of wacky stuff to go over, mm. but I will say I did. Kind of like Cletus's selling out.
1: Yeah, he's got the full pimp jacket and everything. And
0: he reminded me of this horrible rapper Riff Raff. Who <laughs>
1: I like how you've said enough at
0: Riff Raff. Mm-hmm. So, how about some of the heart moments in this episode?
2: Were there any?
1: Again, just Bart with his realization of why he acts out.
2: But even that, I felt I was like. <sighs> I don't know. No, it was
1: just very pasted on. Like, it was a good line, but the fact that it had no weight, it didn't mean he was going to change. If there had been maybe even a moment where they'd given him more weight and said, oh, well, I guess I better go do bad things. And the therapist was like, no, that's not the point. Oh, he's gone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I don't really think that's the reason Bart acts out either. Like, it's not to distract Mm. from Marge and Homer fighting. Marge and Homer don't fight that much and, like...
0: Yeah, it wasn't even set up in the episode either, though. Like, if this was an episode that was set up with Bart acting out, trying to get his parents' attention, that would have held a bit more water. But because he acted out to get a free lunch, it doesn't feel like the same thing.
2: No, it didn't even make sense either, because Homer was trying to step into that role of, like, homemaker of... Mm -hmm. Looking yeah. after Marge, like, yeah, but yeah, it didn't. was ne-
0: it was never set up that way, and mm-hmm. it didn't even feel like it paid off that way. And no. that he reached that resolution on his own didn't feel within Bart's character either,
1: mm. yeah. especially that he didn't even feel prompted to get there. Yeah, he just got there. Yeah.
0: Like, I think there's something good about that he had the maturity to know when he could step away from therapy and that then she was like, I just can't get this kid out of my mind. Like, I think but that's a funny turn. that took turn.
2: a really grim turn yeah. as well, being like, is that because Bart's replacing your son who was killed by Dark Stanley? Yeah. Like, Which, whoa!
0: <laughs> yeah, saying it was because of the thing that Bart... Made up. Yeah. Made up. Yeah. There was no indication that this was a yeah. tall tale that Bart had heard and reinterpreted. Mm. No, he said it's because of Stanley, because that's the brand of hammer that my dad hits me with. Also, <laughs> fuck that joke. Yeah. Mm, that was, yeah. He's
1: never used to hammer before.
0: Their so, hands. You know, so, yeah, what we're talking about with the last episode that had so much memory and we were mm-hmm. praising it for it, yep. this one didn't have. And, mm. again, that joke wasn't worth it because, yeah... It's at the expense of this woman who lost a child. And yeah. Yeah, anything else about the heart? Sorry? I got on a rant there. No, <laughs> it's, you
1: hit that and you've nailed the heart on the heart. You staked it. It's dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, those are the lyrics to that Bangles song, isn't it? <laughs> heart on
1: heart. You staked it. <laughs> okay, I was going Bon Jovi. Stuck yeah, in the heart. T- <laughs> and you're to blame. <laughs>
2: you give
1: up. I was trying to think of something with the vampires. I didn't get there in time.
0: so ultimately though guys did it feel like an episode of the simpsons
1: i don't know if anyone was betraying a character enough to not say it just a badly cobbled together one but Mm. you know lisa probably would embrace the opportunity to tutor some kids and bart does act out and would resist therapy but then maybe get into it because he probably has some bottled up stuff just where it ended i think really stuff the rest of it up
2: yeah i'm gonna say i no, I don't think it felt like an episode of The Simpsons, just because, like, obviously The Simpsons can be offensive at times, but, like, this wasn't making, you know, funny statements or anything, mm. it was just kind of, um, just kind of being you know, making dick. jokes at the expense
0: of hmm. my people. <laughs> I don't
2: know, it was, I was like, I'm, a, I'm offended for everyone.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, there wasn't, like, a meta-commentary behind any of their humour, like... Mm-hmm. Offensive jokes are well and good, but often you've got to have it a point. Otherwise, it is just offensive for offensive sake. And Mm. you do look like a rich dick if you are a rich Simpsons writer making jokes about poor people. Well, it's
2: it's a cycle of poverty as well. You know, like they can't get educated, and it's here you are being like, no, we can't even you know, allow them access to our schools. I'm like, that, even that's like... Yeah, and
1: again, just if you're going to tell jokes about hillbillies, don't have someone taking a moral stance against the idea of telling jokes about hillbillies. Yeah. yeah. Like you're shooting yourself in the foot for no reason.
0: Yeah, they're basically saying we're dicks and they're still punching the poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to say it didn't feel like an episode of The Simpsons. It felt like an episode of Family Guy. Just jumped from thing to thing to thing, make reference to Sound of Music, jump to thing to thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, ending up with Cletus superimposed into the moon like the Honeymooners, yeah, I think. That yeah, was that weird.
1: was Yeah, you'd think, if anything, you would wrap it up similar to the Sound of Music. Yeah! Or something, because that's what you've been doing the entire time, sort of. May as well stick...
2: Entire time, sort of. Yeah, well,
1: again... Apart
2: from the first Their parodies are just so
1: far off of it that it doesn't feel like a parody anymore, but it's what they were going for, so you may as well continue kind of going for it.
0: Absolutely. And, Mm. yeah, that's why it feels like a family guy, not a Simpsons thing, because, like, back in the day when they were doing Cape Fear or whatever, if they were doing one of these stylistic parodies of a a known property, they would have lent into it full tilt. Yeah. All right, so yes or no? Would you watch this again?
1: Hangover, maybe... Yeah. No, singing with a hangover is bad. <laughs> yeah. Plain episode, maybe. There's literally nothing on. And I'm out of peanuts.
2: I would probably turn the TV off and do something else.
0: Yeah, I'm finding something else to do with my time. Mm. Maddie, what would you change about this episode?
2: Like I said earlier, I think they need to stick to one of the plot points, and I think maybe that plot point could have been, you know, more interesting. Being like Homer, the homemaker. Yeah. And Marge, a horror writer or something, you know, I thought that could have been, like, funny or interesting. Mm. Or if you want to go down the, like, Sound of Music parody, do it right. Yeah,
0: yeah, or
1: like maybe one of the English teachers hears Bart's story and thinks, you know, there's potential there. Mm. Let's get you writing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: So basically pick a lane, really. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, BT? Anything you'd like to change?
1: I think if you're going to stick with a lane, maybe stick with the Sound of Music thing, but keep it about Lisa teaching the kids. Don't go into this crusty thing. Yeah. Even then, that's, that doesn't sound great, but at least it's consistent. Um, get rid of the whole Bart's infatuation with his therapist thing. Yeah. That was just weird didn't like it but that's about the best improvements i have to something that probably needs to be rethought entirely
0: yeah I, i can't make an obvious change either like it's just they just didn't believe in one concept so they muddied the waters with a bunch of different others and i genuinely believe that there was a great lisa tutors the kids and so i don't know have it like the county's trying to take the kids away or something and lisa believes they're in an okay-ish home
2: i was gonna say even seymour and Chalmers as yeah. that kind of they
1: started off as effectively the villains here yeah. and then they just went away and just the initiation of well we need to think of a way to get rid of lisa hmm, how about we sing molly Think. okay sure fuck yeah <laughs> um, also
2: can we point out the weird irrelevance of willie's like roundup mm. what was that a, a reference of
0: Willie's Roundup. Something I'm just singing the you're Toy Stories album. <laughs> <up. laughs> like I said, it just came after this Dark Stanley thing, so it just added to the episode feeling so schizophrenic. Yeah. Mm. Yep. But these sort of things dilute the waters of, like, because we said we liked the Dark Stanley style, but when you're also doing sound and music styling, when you're also doing Willie's yep. Roundup styling, yeah. it's like you're just jumping from style shift, and it's not. Actually feeling unique and special. Yeah. Mm. 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 Yes. Mm. Mm. So, Maddie, do you have any other notes?
2: I did like Seymour and Chalmers. One good thing to say. Yeah? uh, When they're having the banter about oh, if we like let the kids in, like, would lose our federal funding. And then they go, oh, yes, our bake sale didn't do very well either. Yeah. People just kept taking bites and didn't buy anything. And then Chalmers is like, mm, yes, you're not very good at anything, are you? Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah I enjoyed that. I even enjoyed their typical Skinner Chalmers mm. foreshadowing disaster where they're mm. carrying Chalmers, uh, what is it, collection of colognes? Yeah, collection antique. of cologne
1: bottles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I assume they're irreplaceable. Oh, yes, yeah, but
1: <laughs> I would have enjoyed a misdirect on that one.
2: Yeah, agreed. I mm. I think it was so set up that it was painful. Yeah. I was like, oh. Any other notes? Oh my god, Cletus strangling that raccoon is gonna.
0: Oh why? That's
2: gonna give me nightmares. That was that was honestly awful.
1: Now to be fair, he's <laughs> hanging
0: it. Oh yeah. <laughs> With <sorry>. no <laughs> trial. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the poor dog later. Uh, how do we get out? dog out? And, uh, mm. So much animal abuse in this episode. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, wasn't a fan of that.
2: Even the joke, maybe when you're an adult, you can pay some lady for an hour to make you happy.
0: Ugh.
2: Also, uh-huh.
0: Great one, Marge.
1: <laughs> nah, I kind of took that as being Marge was too innocent to realize what she was insinuating and Bart was too young to know either. <sighs>
0: you yeah. can, but in an episode that's so full of sexual innuendo between... A poo and Snake and Barton is therapist yeah. it's just it's just adding to the pile yeah, of fair, fair. oh that's what she said
2: yeah I just thought it was like another cheap kind of nasty joke I was like mm.
1: You know, you know, I've spoken to she. She has not said any of that stuff. It's <laughs> weird. I don't know how this got around.
0: <laughs> You're sullied she's good name. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> BT, any other notes?
1: I did like parts of, imagine a flashlight under my face. And then, yeah, asked, yeah. Said, ah. yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and at the end of his story, it's like, and when they buried Dark Stanley, they came back the next day, and the whole cemetery was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Just that very childish escalation. <laughs> Like, not, here, not only was he gone from his grave, the
3: whole Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, there were so many little good moments with the Dark Stanley thing. It's just such a shame they didn't pull it together. Yeah. It's just disappointing that it was so half-baked.
1: Well, anything half-baked is disappointing.
2: Except for cookie day. I was about
0: yeah. to say. Yeah, Subway cookies. Do not cook them anything above half-baked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for the fully-baked people, enjoy them.
0: Well, I'm not a, I don't hate a good hard biscuit, you know. <laughs> Like a a good like Anzac biscuit yeah, sure. dunked in tea? Oh. oh see,
1: I like
2: when they're a little bit stale and they're a little, mm. little bit soft.
0: Oh, okay. Mm.
1: To be fair, if you're dunking an Anzac biscuit in tea, it's, it's to soften probably it up again. Be soft, Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a particular kind yeah, of softness. I yeah, know, I know. You can't sell that. I'm gonna get a packet of wet Anzac biscuits. <laughs>
1: uh, pre- Pre-licked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pre-licked Oreos available now. Okay, all right, it's time for my final notes. Mm. I like when he was finishing counting the children and he goes and this whiskey is a name that when I wrote out was like yeah that would totally be the last in the alphabet
1: no, it's, it's just <laughs> kind of the implication they have like a perfect A to Z yeah. uh, classroom
0: <laughs> and I like those jokes it reminds me of Aaron A. Aronson voted for Bob <laughs> Aaron B. Aronson uh, and what was the the Patty and Selma one yeah yeah just
1: thought you'd like to know Mr. Zakowski. there we are Harrison and Zakowski are Toobie's Plattermouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
0: perfect and for absolutely no reason in the look at the wide world song they had and skinner's mom is playing auntie mame
1: yeah, and then her arm does a horrifying jiggle, and it's—it's mm.
0: it's, yeah. Again, just that joke was just there to shit on old people. Mm. I kind of like Krusty's line about you don't know the word agent, and then he gets dollar signs in his eyes, yeah. and is like, finally an excuse to use my. Like, eh, that yeah. was okay. Mm-hmm. And my final note is, I kind of like. It was a bit of a deus ex brandine at the end, mm-hmm. but I did kind of like, which was, you ain't their father. you're only father of two of them. Which ones? Mm. <laughs> the ones that can ad-lib and the one that can't sing. <laughs> Not bad. Mm. Yeah. But also, yeah, fuck this episode. Mm. It is time to rank this thing. How about you kick it off, Maddie?
2: Uh, whew. I think I'm going to go with a fail. Really? <laughs> yeah. I really, uh, I don't think it's good enough for a participant. There was just no plot cohesion
0: <laughs> it was so uncohesive.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, BT? I
1: am going to go with a participant. It's a low participant, but I just don't care enough to kick it into the pit.
3: Mm.
1: You know, maybe it was because I was listening to our previous episode where we reviewed um, <laughs> Frank Gets Testy. We were so mad. <laughs> which, it, we, it deserved it. Uh, it's just, I'm going to forget about it. And I feel like yep. anything I hate enough to kick into the pit, I at least need to remember why I hate it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I'm... I might actually would have skirted a bronze, but... Oi. That's just... It's so...
1: There were elements that could have stitched together better to make a more cohesive episode, but they didn't.
0: Yeah, pretty much how I'm feeling on Mm -hmm. it is that the stuff that I liked... The reason that it existed was so shitty that, yeah, for that reason, I'd be like, yeah, I should probably fail it. Mm -hmm. But look, there were enough sort of things that perked me up, and maybe, maybe some things that I'll quote. But overall, as a package, I think it's very participant y. But averaging out, that'll equal a dull participant, which is so, so right. It needs Mm -hmm. the word
1: dull in there somewhere.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It'll be joining. Another season 18 episode, The Boys of Bummer, which we reviewed in the very first Wasteland series. Still hate that one. What else will be joining from the teens era? The Blunder Years, where we meet Waylon Smithers Sr. I hate that one. (laughs) And other teens era episodes, The Don't Fear the Roofer with Ray Romano, which I fucking hate it. This is a common theme with all these episodes. And Husbands and Knives, which we reviewed the other week, where Homer Mm. gets socks surgically implanted into him. Don't worry. It was just a dream. These are just the dull participants. Like, these aren't even the fails. Like Like I
1: said, wait till you go to hell.
0: That's the thing. (laughs) Like, this is the
2: late teens and you can feel it. Yeah. You can feel the slip.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, this is right at the tail end of, like, when the Simpsons movie Mm -hmm. came out. So they're still in two production spheres at the moment. And, yeah. It's very obvious. All right, before we move on, is that reputation justified?
1: I've already done the jingle
0: once. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Canning of IGN.
1: Ah, Robert the Feather Touch Canning.
0: (laughs) All right, what did he give this episode? He gave this episode a 6.2 out of 10.
1: That is low for him. Holy shit.
0: Which I think is okay on IGN's scale. Yeah,
1: but for mm. IGN to give it a 6.10, it, it has to have killed a family
0: member. <laughs> <laughs> he says, as far as Simpsons musical episodes go, this one wasn't so great. The songs were a bit forced.
2: <laughs> oh, really? <That's> <laughs> weird.
0: <laughs> Still, as is often the case with The Simpsons, there were plenty of great laughs, even if the episode as a whole was a bit choppy. I agree with that. I don't agree with great laughs. I
2: know. I was gonna say, what was the great laugh?
0: I'd say there was a couple of chortles. Chortles indeed. Giggles,
1: perhaps. Yeah. Chuckles indeed.
2: Silent lol.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Silent lol? <laughs>
2: you know when you like just reply to someone on Facebook and someone says something, it's not really funny, it's not worth a, a laugh out loud, but you just respond lol. L- oh right. A, yeah. As a response.
0: Yeah. My face when I write lol.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, Listeners, he's doing a very still face right now. I know. In fact, semicolon capital I.
0: (laughs) Very first thought that went through my head was like, audio medium, Elliot. My
1: apologies, (laughs) colon capital I. (laughs)
2: Semi-colon, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pirate colon, <sighs> the stroke colon. <laughs> all right, guys, we need to recuperate after that episode. Let's go douse ourselves in the classic era. So that was the 392nd episode of The Simpsons. We're going all the way back to the 102nd with Lady Bouvier's Lover. We'll be back.
1: Oh, Mrs. Bouvier. <laughs> yep.
0: Mrs. Bouvier. And we are back, and we just watched our classic episode of the evening, which was Season 5, Episode 21, Lady Bouvier's Lover. First released in May of 1994, it was directed by Wes Archer, written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. In this episode, you all should know this one. This is one where Grandpa Simpson and Marge's mum start dating for a little bit, but then Burn swoops in. And then in the B story, Bart buys a itchy and scratchy animation cell that turns out to be part of Scratchy's... Um, guys, what did you think?
2: Oh, it's just a really strong episode from start (laughs) to finish. It's really good. There's so many great jokes. I mean, I think one of my favorite Simpsons jokes is the retirement lady. Yep. That's not my mother.
0: (laughs) I'll be back (laughs) in a jiffy. I
2: come come (laughs) to
0: Oh, that poor woman. Legit.
2: That's honestly probably one of my favourite quotable lines. Yeah. Up there.
0: Oh, uh, and it's one that's definitely been mm. gifted and shared around. Mm. That just visual yeah. of the window going up and.
2: Yeah. Oh, your heart breaks, but it's it so funny. can feeds cope. into
1: the Simpsons clone theory. Mm. <laughs> oh, right. But, but she's a failed clone of Marge.
0: Because to be fair, you know, she does look very similar, you mm. know. this Especially this is the good thing about doing the classic episode last. Because mm. yeah. this was like a nice, warm, reassuring blanket. Gives you hope. <laughs> yeah, I did
1: watch this the whole thing with just a big, stupid smile on my face. Yeah. And a number of times I just silently laughed just because I knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ah, so much pre-noting in this episode. So let's get into those moments. BT, what is a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse?
1: What I'm going to bring up is when Grandpa pressures the kids into singing the Armour Hot Dogs. (laughs) That adorable song they sung. Yep. Uh, The reason I want to bring that up is because, like at the end when they play Sound of Grandpa, my dad would get me to sing Sound of Grandpa a whole bunch when I was a kid. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: The Sound of Grandpa, (laughs) the song from this episode? Yes. Oh that's amazing. He
1: just he loved he just loved it and so I would sing it every now and then. <laughs> and so much like grandpa he would pressure me to do it.
0: Well, I actually think that opening sequence just really encapsulates what it's like being a kid at a kid party when yeah. Yeah. the only people attending are other adults and
2: your old like elderly family as well. Yep. I like that bit when Bart's making fun of Jacqueline and yeah. yeah. Abe. Don't
0: forget to give
1: them Schmeckler's powder. Yeah. Make don't fun. make fun.
0: <laughs> Especially because, yeah, they just listed off a bunch of shit that I could not write down. Again, it was mm. too There was false. an ointment in there somewhere. Yeah. you got to wipe it on a cotton ball and stick. the cotton in the yeah. yeah.
1: Bolton specific. <laughs> so long as we're throwing money away. Finish yeah. the rest of that
0: quote. <laughs> Go to Frinky Act to see the rest of that quote. Mm-hmm. And with Maggie as well being paraded in her first dress yeah. and the angle of like all the adults taking photos while yeah. there's a big fire in front of her. The like,
1: shift POV where she doesn't know why there's fire off all these flashes and yeah, yeah. it would be terrifying.
0: But I've seen that as well in my own nephew who we've got like this yearly journal of like highlights and lowlights that we write for him once a year at Christmas. Yeah, it is cute. (laughs) And yeah, we wrote down for the first one. One of his lowlights was his first birthday because (gasps) he had a terrible time. What the fuck is this routine? Why are all these adults doing this? Like,
1: Wow. My nephew was just like, I get... So many trucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hold, 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 I don't, do. And then
2: you get older and it goes back to the tears. Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> Happy birthday to <laughs> <me.
1: Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to really emphasize how influential The Simpsons is on our lives, we don't have Armour Hot Dogs in this country, but we all know the Armour Hot, Hot, Hot dog song, song yeah. from this episode.
0: Yeah. Much like the Oscar Mayer Wiener song again. No, I, I know yeah. that's a brand in America, but yep. we know the theme. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Simpsons. He knows all
2: the words to the Oscar <laughs>
1: Go
0: ahead, sleep with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as well as Lisa's like, do we know any songs that aren't from commercials?
2: Yeah.
0: I, I feel, feel like chicken, chicken tonight. <laughs> and that
2: pause is so good as well. It's so long and awkward. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. That's one of those gags well, I feel like if they tried to do something like that in one of the new episodes, mm. it would be like... We'd, w- give it we'd more mock shit. it Yeah, it would be like, what the fuck? That was dumb.
1: And to be fair, it is kind of dumb, but at this point, it has been so rapid fire of so much good material. Yeah. We start with Krusty getting Mel to conduct a c- oh c- monkey Oh my Monkey
2: Town Philharmonic. Yep. Uh-huh.
0: Wow, another episode that starts out with not only they're watching TV, but watching Krusty. Really? Yeah,
1: and then there's that... What, it's not McGaggy's birthday? Yeah. <laughs> I've made a
0: specific cake for you to ruin. I love that joke so Amazing. much. Since that episode, like, whenever there were occasions, I'm like, Mom, can you make me a cake for me to ruin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and then from that we've got, we didn't invite the other babies. Maggie doesn't get along with the other babies. We've already got these insanely quotable moments before we get what is effectively a pretty weak joke of the Chicken Tonight theme. But yeah. by then you're just, you're
2: the chicken tonight like it works so well though it's Mm. so funny how they all do it and yeah yeah, I don't know why it works in this instance whereas it wouldn't work in a new one but well on your point of the pause
0: I think you can watch the thought process of no, we know that other song. You know, what's yeah. something else but we had. Let's sing the fun yeah. one that we know. Yeah, I guess it's
2: all about that comic timing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. So how about you, Maddie? What is in a moment from this episode that sounds out to you for better or worse?
2: I really just love the love story. I love Grandpa. I've got this funny feeling. Is it love? No, it's a stroke. <laughs> no, it <Smash>. is love.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that the second he realizes it's love, they just kick him out of the yeah, ambulance.
2: And he goes like it's right into traffic. It's so good. Yeah. And then like just this rivalry with Mr. Burns mm-hmm. and Mr. Burns is so funny there as well. He um, is
0: the perfect foil for this uh, story.
2: So good. And then the kind of undertones of Smithers being jealous. Mm-hmm. I love like the jealousy coming from Smithers, the jealousy coming from Abe. It's just great. And Mrs. Bouvier's just swiped up in it all. It's yep. great. Getting this <laughs> she- attention that at the beginning of the episode, it was so like depressing and sad how lonely she was.
0: She was. She was so lonely. And then, yeah, all of a sudden she's the belle of the ball. Yeah. And, yeah, I love Smithers and Marge, how their sort of disapproving was paralleled. From each side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's funny because we saw an episode recently where Marge and Smithers strike up a friendship. And yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. That In the they, Wasteland. They, yeah, mm. that's right. <laughs> HD Wasteland available now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah, check it out. We go yeah.
1: mildly insane.
0: Yeah, we got Spotify approval now.
1: All right.
0: The love story really stood out to me as well. Like, I think all the characters were perfect for it, mm. and it's one mm-hmm. of these things where you actually don't get a lot of episodes that are focused on just Grandpa or Mrs. Bouvier. So having them play off each other, I thought was really fun and satisfying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was like, oh, why didn't we try and get them together? And Homer's got the very legitimate concern, because that would make him and Marge brother and sister.
2: So good. I love that. they will be pink skin, <laughs> none no, over, over by, by
0: five-fingered five
2: freaks.
0: <gasps> Where he looks as though and they look like how they'd look in the real yeah. world. Yeah.
1: But I do love, before that, you've got, hey, you know what's funny? Your father and my mother all seem awfully lonely. <laughs> that is funny.
0: <laughs> Homer was actually, he was a real good supporting player in this yeah. episode yeah. as well. That's right, money. Your money is all that money. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, in that as well, I feel like Burns was the perfect foil for Grandpa as well, having all the flash and Mm. bravado and all that.
1: Yeah, which is very well illustrated in their choice of music. So, for everyone wondering at home, because I certainly was... Miss Bouvier's favorite song is "Moonlight Serenade" by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Yep. Whereas the when Mister Burns cuts in, it's "Sing, Sing, Sing" by Benny Goodman and Benny Goodman and his orchestra.
0: So yeah, the Glenn Miller orchestra, like even for jazz, it was very naff, very mm. easygoing white bread. Whereas Benny Goodman was so bombastic, <laughs> and um, <laughs> his drummer Gene Krupa holy shit, look up Gene Krupa he is a gun. He was like the original death metal drummer playing for big band music. Gene Krupa. Anyway, so I think yeah, that was so paralleled in those two musical choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: the very sappy one, and then
0: yeah. Just...
2: And I love the bit at the end. I, it's so cheesy, but I just think it's so funny, and it's delivered so well. When she's like, "Oh, Monty, you're like the devil himself." Who
3: told you? Oh, it's so good.
0: Well, angels don't dance like that. I mean, ah, oh, Burns is very smooth in this episode. Mm-hmm. I will say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that is the moment from the story that stood out to me was actually this episode's effective use of jazz music. Yeah, coming down to their song choices and also the what's that rule?
1: Play it. Cool. Cool. I was quietly laughing my ass off the whole time. Just the shift in color and the way the room changes and yeah. Just how well that little rhyme works.
0: Well, I think that was so good for watching Yokel Chords before because we saw all these various stylistic shifts in Mm. one episode, whereas Mm. it's this one, which is, you know, par for the course, a standard Simpsons episode, but it's Mm. got this one deviation. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It creates an atmosphere, but it doesn't, like, deter... Yeah, where it doesn't,
1: that? It doesn't break think... you out of the yeah. episode. It just it's it intuitive. transitions smoothly.
0: Smooth. This the colour palette changes and Homer goes, "Let me teach you something about romance, Daddy O." S-
1: smoothly, <laughs> pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They've set us up as well that Grandpa just he's head over heels. He wants to mm-hmm. go dive in head first, and here's Homer's like, "No, pump the brakes." Yeah,
1: because even Marge has that. You know, you'll scare her
0: off. I know yeah. my mother.
2: I love you, Marge. Love, love it. you, oh, love you,
0: love you, love you. Play Count, how many times before tonight do you think you've seen this episode?
1: How many times have you seen this episode? 130, but only once since I've become a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that
2: was the first time I heard that joke and when Smithers said the word sex, I was like,
1: yeah. huh!
0: What? In The Simpsons? What? Yeah.
2: It's called snuggling.
0: <laughs> I think I remember it cutting in with the whole whoop de doo stuff.
2: Yeah. I love that, dude. And that line as well, um, the whoop de doo yeah, tarantula could... town. <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoop-dee-doo
1: tarantula yes. town.
0: <laughs> whoop de Mr. President. <laughs> I'm happy you finally found true love. whoop de doo
1: employees. Anyone who's found true love may go home early <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> the one, two.
2: <laughs> and then just Smithers' love letter is so intense. Oh. Yeah. And then Burns... That's marvelous. How did you think about that so far? Yeah. I sent it to you on your birthday.
0: Oh, so crushing.
2: Hectic.
0: (laughs) Excuse me, I have something in my eye. (sighs) But yeah, they set up Smithers (laughs) disapproving... At the end of the second act, and so subtly, it was just a groan as they were getting in the car. Mm. But that's all you needed to set up his disapprovingness for the rest yeah. of the episode. Yeah,
1: and just his temperament when they come back. Like, you know, guess what happened last night? I don't know, You had sex with
0: that old bag. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or whatever he says, I'm not too sure. Maddie, how many times do you think you've seen this episode?
2: Oh, I don't know, maybe 20s? Yeah. A few.
0: Yeah, up there for me, definitely yeah. 50s or whatever. Like For me, this episode is another thing where... I'd learned so much of the Simpsons episode and then my parents taught me the source material. Yeah. Oh. Like yeah, like we were saying with Sounds of Grandpa before, mm. Sounds of Silence, which, oh my God, still one of the best Simon mm. and Garfunkel songs. As well, the references. Yeah, The Graduate as well is the yeah. big one, which oh, yeah. is essentially the last two minutes of this episode. It's
2: such a good, like it's such a good endpoint. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it ties it in so well. It's, you know, wouldn't you rather be Mrs. Abraham J. Simpson? Yeah.
0: No. I don't want to be either. I love it because she owns that situation. Yeah. She's not a prize to be won.
2: But I love it as well that Mr. Burns is there at the wedding altar kicking butt. <laughs> 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 and she just is still like about to go through with it. Yeah, it's not like, until it yeah. yeah.
0: There's so many reasons, like the way he just shoves that ring on her poor dainty Aww. hand. And I
2: specifically said no romantic music.
0: <laughs> We've heard about Blizz Blaz and Him Ham already. Get to the bloody point. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Burnsy's on top evil form in this episode. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, The Graduate as well. Is this a movie you've seen, Maddie?
2: You know, I actually haven't seen The Graduate, but I feel like it's one of those ones where it's been so pop-culturally referenced... Mm-hmm. i know the plot and oh yeah you've
0: definitely been given all the segments yeah. like they do another simpsons episode lisa's substitute yeah
1: well obviously mm-hmm.
0: yeah where mrs krabappel's got her leg up mm-hmm. and you mrs. can see Krabappel, you're trying to seduce me yeah that's straight out of the graduate as well yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah beige, i think me and you watch this together for the first yeah time. yeah
1: i don't think we got it at the time though we were thinking it in too literal a context yeah there's a subtext there i don't think we were picking up
0: Yeah, I I mean, I will say it's the same problem that I have with a lot of old movies. It's really slow, and they didn't have their pacing altogether, and like they repeat Scarborough Fair by Simon and Garfunkel two and a half times, back to back. Like, and it's over one montage that you get five minutes of the same song. Like, yeah. it's really weird.
1: Phil makes an interesting point of that. It's just how visual storytelling has advanced to the point where you don't have to spend as long establishing things yeah. because audiences can pick it up much, much faster now because we've grown up with movies. Whereas when this was made, movies were still relatively new. Yeah. So yeah, it's an interesting thing to take out from uh, old movies. It's just yeah, they spent more time doing this stuff because people just weren't used to picking up information like this.
0: Yeah, so I think The Graduates is, it's not a movie that I actually recommend, but if you study it, I think there's mm. probably things to take away from it. But Yeah,
1: I think that's the kind of, and the fact that it's not meant to be a happy ending.
0: No, that's it. And I really feel like they captured the indifference on Grandpa yeah. and Bouvier's face, much like The Graduate.
1: Yeah, when there's like, I don't want to be either. It's like, yep, hot diggity Dan. that's good enough <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> so, so that's an interesting parallel to The Actual Graduate, where mm-hmm. they go off, their look as they're on the bus is like, You can sort of see the wheels turning as they're contemplating, Mm. oh, shit, is this what I wanted?
1: Like, what do we do? We We had the big romantic moment. What do we do now?
0: Yeah, this is still the dude that was fucking my mother. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Interesting study. So, anyway, uh, how about the wackiness of this episode? What are some wacky moments that stood out to you?
2: The dance scene? That was so funny and that was so great.
0: Um, Yeah. Oh, Burns had some moves.
2: Oh, man, the lawyers, (laughs) when they keep coming back, (laughs) being like...
0: I was wondering if you were talking about the potato fork dancing first. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love his tufts as well. Bent the fork, smash the potatoes, just for good measure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they get a court injunction very quickly as well. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the estate of Charlie Chaplin a very... Uh,
1: Does not fuck around.
0: Yeah.
2: Immediate halt to this unauthorised imitation.
0: <laughs> Boys. <laughs> and what's the other one? Jimmy Durante? Yeah. I, di- I didn't catch that one Smashes
2: either. the hat, so yeah. good. Stomp- <laughs> sorry, stomps on the hat, I should say.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll be okay with you if I just laid in the street and died. Yes, that would be acceptable. <laughs> uh good old blue haired lawyer. Yep. yep. Oh, actually speaking of which we get to see Squeaky Voice team that's incredibly off model here and
2: Yes. How odd is it? Yep.
0: And Raphael does not look like Raphael. No,
1: this is pre where they define it. Is, but I just love, mm. stop sending letters to Mr. Sinatra. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stop stealing golf balls from the driving range. Go away. And Bart's holding his poor yeah. nose that's been punched twice. <laughs> and
1: just looks through the mail slot yeah. and it's just got the roll of his yeah. animation cell. just says, do not roll on it. <laughs> I, I, did I didn't not, see that. I yeah. missed
0: it too. <sighs> oh, awesome. That's going to be a... a pick for the (laughs) index social medias but yeah and they're just ah thank you boom that's for keeping me waiting
1: (laughs) outside the animation cell is a limited edition of 800,000
0: <laughs> and actually yeah We got a little bit of Troy McClure Wasn't mm. a memorable Troy McClure Unfortunately
1: No, just a little bit Of shopping channel But it was enough
2: Enough to like Remind you of his relevancy
0: Yeah mm. remember him, him From such films As uh, Hydro Arms <laughs> I didn't write the, all of it It's hard to write So much for this episode Ah oh,
1: man it was non-stop
0: Any other wacky moments?
2: I like the gun scene with the ketchup and mustard <laughs> trying to get money out of Mr. Burns to pay back. Just that Homer. he starts it
1: by trying to be sweet as well. Yeah. Yeah, grandma yeah, yeah. really likes it when her boyfriend's give me money. He's like, baby gets nothing.
0: <laughs> and yeah, just the little standoff and the tense music <laughs> and then boom. You, you don't have the guts.
1: <laughs> There's a sign up front of the dance hall, which is Cat spayathon next tomorrow night. <laughs> oh dear God. Yeah.
2: Oh hurry up, Matlock's on in five minutes. <laughs> and then the bus pulls up, hurry up, each
1: Matlock could be our last.
0: <laughs> I love that, that, yeah, the old people are measuring their lives in potential yeah. last Matlocks.
1: I mean, isn't that what we all do with, with some kind of entertainment?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what was great? The house panning down segment at the beginning.
0: Oh, yeah, and there oh. was like a little tape recorder. <laughs> yeah,
2: a recording device. Yeah. That was really fun, wacky.
0: Yeah.
1: There was another good sign gag. I didn't catch it all, but it's... Whoever was playing at the dance and it's and his band of summer steam,
0: yeah, Red Brain and his band of summer steam. That's so good. <laughs> so yeah, there was a bit of wackiness in the Bart story. This one sort of seemed like a fun little diversion to me, hmm. where they managed to tie it into the story, which is pretty impressive. But it yeah. wasn't essential to it. Yeah. No. But it did lead to some great moments of Bart stealing Homer's wallet, oh.
2: <laughs> and Homer stealing Bart's yeah.
0: slingshot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, pardon me,
1: forgive my clumsiness. Not at all.
0: It actually <laughs> reminds me of when Bart plays hooky from school. Yeah. And <laughs> 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 Can't even see playing hooky from work. I just love how they both think they're pulling, uh, getting, pull, uh, pulling a fast one. Yeah, yeah. on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds
2: that's... me as well, like um, on the camping episode where he's like, mm. "Dad, I'd really like you to come on this trip <laughs> yeah. with me." Son,
1: I'd be delighted to go on the trip with you.
0: Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's just it got such a great dynamic in this episode, and mm. this is another one of those things where. You find out information about the character without the character saying it mm. when Bart steals his wallet and goes through all of what he thinks are credit cards. <laughs> uh, do you take federal booby inspector? License to Argle? <laughs> <Pfizer>? Visa? <laughs>
1: oh, yes, of course, Visa. It's these new quality dentures. Mm,
0: dentures. As well as uh, Grandpa's uh, novelty dentures. They were pretty good. Yeah, they're cute. <laughs> but Homer, uh, he's not even mad at Bart when he gives him the cash back.
2: Yeah, um, I love how he's like... And now I'm gonna buy seventy transcripts of Nightline. Yeah. <laughs> what? So three
0: hundred and
1: fifty dollars divided by seventy a transcript of nightline is five dollars.
0: There we go. <laughs> so this is actually something that shows would do back yeah. in the day. If you would like a transcript of this show, please dial 1-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-5
1: Send five dollars. This station.
2: It's showing it's twenty four years of age.
1: And, and if you at home would like a transcript of this podcast, send fifty dollars. <laughs> <He laughs> not transcribing
0: this. Fuck. It's two hours. I never said
1: we would be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> BT, Matt, Maddie, Mah. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, <"Mah."> Rank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the pumps?
1: You feel bad for Aids. he's crushed.
2: Yeah, and I think it as well at the beginning there's the loneliness of mm. old people and like their isolation, even even at the old folks' home, it's so yeah. sad.
0: Mm. No, they do set it up pretty well, but I think I also and a bit of wackiness showed them supporting as well, where oh we thought you needed some cheering up, then well, we got you a little cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Yep. Well intentioned. Oh yeah.
1: But also little things like when he, he tries to cheer Marge's mom up with the Charlie Chaffin potato thing. And yeah. She's, she's actually
0: laughing and having a good time. <laughs> yep. Laughter. <laughs> 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 actually, just on that note, got to give props to Julie Kavner for this episode. Mm. Not only was she doing her usual Marge routine, but also her mother and also Patty and Selma. Yeah, that's a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she must have been pretty sore by the end of this record. <clears throat>
2: pretty parched. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, you can tell why she doesn't like to do Marge's mother's voice anymore. Mm. Yeah, the heart moments. like They really sold it. And they got you on side with Grandpa. He is not an easy character to get on side with.
2: Yes, I like that as well. We're all aware of Grandpa's problems.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: no, no, it's not a scam. What you do see, you give them all your credit card numbers. And if one of them is lucky, they'll send you a prize.
2: <laughs> and then oh, she's Grandpa. like, I just wanted to someone to talk to yeah. over the phone.
1: Oh.
3: Yeah. Oh, right
0: in the field. So, yeah, this is the difference between a good and a bad episode. It didn't feel like they were punching down with any of their old people humour in this mm-hmm. one because they were making you as the audience sympathise with them. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do any of that work in Yokel Chords making you sympathise with the hillbilly kids.
1: Nope, they were just, <laughs> one of them's called incest. Get it? Yeah. Get, get it. You'll get it later.
0: But ultimately, though, guys, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? You know it did. It yeah.
2: is The Simpsons.
0: It really is. Like, we get a bit of a different margin this episode, which I like.
1: There's not a lot of yeah. her and her mother to go from. So. Yeah.
2: Not as much as a, of a pushover.
0: No, definitely.
1: So she's just kind of nudging them in the direction. It's like, you know, it'd be fun yeah. if you went in and got my mother. Yeah.
0: But yeah, and it's all a cute idea. But then, yeah, once the bad boy comes along... <laughs> Mm. So, yeah, it's like the reverse of, yeah, like, Lisa dating Nelson or something. Mm. <laughs> it's Marge being disapproving of the bad boys her mother's been going with. Mm. Yeah. Not just the bad boy, but the baddest. The baddest boy. <laughs> and even Smithers, it's not so avert his romantic leanings towards Mr. Burns. It's more... Yeah,
1: it's just he's irritated that mm. he's got a girlfriend and then has that really touching moment where he's like, said to do
0: you on your birthday.
2: Like, the thing is, he can be jealous... Without being like, oh, look at me. I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's almost the sort of same way that a friend would be jealous of another friend who started dating and spending time away from their friendship, you know?
2: Yeah. Mm. It's it's not like... They've like taken it as an opportunity to make like, you know, some Really
0: lame jokes. Like awful
2: kind of offensive homosexual jokes. Yep,
0: which they do a lot now and it's really annoying.
2: Yeah, instead it's just it's subtle and it's funny and it's Mm. sweet.
0: And so well played. Mm. And Mr. Burns is just on such top form in this episode. Like, I can't get over it. And, like... What about
2: when he shows up to their house and forgets their names?
0: <laughs> Why isn't Fred
1: Flintstone and his lovely wife Wilma? Oh, and this must be Little Pebbles.
0: <laughs> Just like Smithers sabotaging, it's thinking sick. it'll work. But That's... of course Homer runs with it. He yeah. <laughs> got candy, he's good. Yeah, but <laughs> damn it too. Yeah.
1: My darling one is my knees are filling up with fluid as we speak. I'll be brief.
0: <laughs> so, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Of course.
1: I believe it's for show.
0: Oh, definitely. We're going to watch this again. What playlist do we put this in?
1: My parents this is Marge's mother.
0: Yeah, yeah. This could go in either the Mrs. Bouvier or the Grandpa Simpson playlist. Yep.
1: Also with kids' birthdays. They come up every now and then. Sure. I kind
2: of want to put it in like an itchy and scratchy playlist. like uh, yeah, sure. not, not just like itchy and scratchy occurrences, but like about itchy and scratchy, you know? you feels?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because Itchy and Scratchy are often just little cartoon diversions. Mm. There's seldom an actual plot hinged on them. So yeah, pair this with Itchy and Scratchy movie, Itchy and Scratchy land. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I also want to see this episode in just a jazz playlist. Like pair this with the Bleeding Gums Murphy episodes and with when Bart becomes a jazz drummer. Groovy, groovy. Yeah, just episodes that have a strong jazz influence. Mm. Out of sight. (laughs) In the pocket. Any other... Playlists, proposals, weddings.
2: Mr. Burns playlist, I don't think you... Yeah,
0: yeah, Chuck, this in a good Mr. Burns playlist. Mm-hmm. Graduate okay. playlist. Yeah. yeah. So how about you, Maddie? What would you like to change about this episode?
2: I don't think I'd change anything. I just really did enjoy the B plot as well as the yeah. A plot. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like we've talked so much about the A plot because the A plot is so good. Um, but the B plot's also so funny. And the fact that he ends up with a Mary Worth phone. Yeah. Like, what? And then at the end, he's like, her stern and sensible face will remind me to never do anything so stupid again. And then Milhouse calls up, want to go play with an old extra machine in that abandoned <laughs>
0: hospital? Gosh. Yeah, it was just such a fun little diversion mm. from the entire. Yeah, and I do like the
1: it's self contained. He, lo- he doesn't need anyone to teach him the moral. He understands what he did it was wrong, and he makes amends for it all on his own.
0: And he comes to Homer with the repayment and yeah. ready to get his comeuppance. And he like Homer skips away, going to buy his Nightline transcripts. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh well, he's happy." Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> that much.
2: was when back when Bart was just a naughty kid, mm. yeah. not like you he wasn't
0: hellspawn. Not anything.
2: oh, I'm causing trouble because my parents mm. were too young to be. Yeah,
0: parent.
1: he just wanted to an in scratchy animation cell.
2: Yeah, just an impulse kid with ADHD.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, once he gets his product and realizes how shitty it mm-hmm. is, it's like ooh, what I've done and the bad thing has really yeah. dawned on me.
1: Yeah.
0: So apparently Mary Worth was a comic strip that had a seven-decade run Holy from crap. 1938. Holy crap.
1: I am so surprised at that.
0: Yeah, I thought she was like a politician or something, just from context.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. What I also had to assume from context was, was it Judge freaking Reinhold? Yes! <laughs> I don't know who that is. Again, I don't want to because I love the follow-up line of, yeah, I don't know. Who that... Oh, you
0: don't know who Judge Reinhold is? I
1: don't know people.
0: Mark trial with Jay Reinhold.
1: Yeah, but why is. No, no, <laughs> oh, I know yes, that. Okay. <laughs> but why is that being used by Marge as an upstanding citizen?
0: He was also the close talker in Seinfeld? Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, who was the mock trial judge from Arrested Development?
1: All right, I see. I assumed it was an actual judge.
0: <laughs> My name is Judge. To be fair. <laughs> Maddie, do you have any other notes?
2: I like when Patty and Selma arrived and they go, Hello everyone except for Homer. Yup. <laughs> that was a good line. And I also like when Grandpa picks up the condom on the ground and goes, latex. <laughs> Condo. <laughs> Boy, I'd like to live in one of those.
0: <laughs> that was a joke that I very much remember asking my parents about. Uh, and they did not describe it to me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I remember wanting to know what that meant for ages. What's a
1: condo? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I knew what a condo was. I didn't know what latex was, and then And then you watch
1: mm-hmm. Seinfeld and I'm like, well he wants to be a latex <laughs> salesman. <laughs> How does it hmm?
0: Uh how about UBT? Any other notes?
1: I do. It's it is in fact a
0: Jordan's anal
2: corner. Jordan's oh. anal corner. Oh. I know. Yeah. I know what you're gonna say.
1: Really? I'm curious. Round dream. No, actually. We'll oh. get back to that. Uh when they have the whole why don't you pick my mother, can I come to Homer winds up the window, you hear the sound, the distinct sound of an electronic window, but you can see a <gasps> window winder <gasps> on Marge's side.
0: Oh my brother had a hybrid? Yeah. <laughs> back in those days, hybrid meant you Ooh. could wind your windows up with either a button or a wind-up.
2: <laughs> oh, what a way to live.
0: Yep. Yes,
1: those was them.
2: The rich people. <laughs> Limitless.
0: So just to bring it back to, yeah, what room were they in at the start there? It was there?
2: so weird. Yeah, it, it was not their lounge room. No.
1: It looked a little bit like that room that's next lounge room with a bay window, yeah. but uh, it wasn't quite on model. Something yeah. weird was going on.
0: It actually looks like the room in Three Men in a Comic Book where Marge is like, Homer, can you check on the kids? And he's just watching TV in a room with lots of kids' toys, and he goes, Oh, mm. they're fine. Yeah. So, yeah, it's their weird third lounge room. It's yeah. there sometimes.
2: But that has the same TV as their normal mm. room. Yeah.
0: All right, it's time for my final notes. Grandpa, uh, uh, I think your father's across the street. <laughs>
1: yeah. Happy birthday.
0: Yeah, I love it. The extra touch that it was a black man that answered the door. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, he was black. I don't I don't see race.
0: Oh, <laughs> right. He was human. Was he
1: alive? I, w- I wasn't sure either. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just to bring it back to the other baby bit, I just love the menacing way he squeezes his juice box yeah. there. Mm. Juice box playlist as well.
1: Gerald playlist, possibly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah, the baby with the one eyebrow, mm. baby yeah. Gerald. And I love how Milhouse just interjects in the song, even kids with chicken pucks. Yeah. <laughs> he was waiting for his cue, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Again, that was one of those wacky moments where I feel like in a new episode I would have rolled my eyes. Definitely. But uh, it, it worked so seamlessly.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked it. Lady Bouvier lists off some of her friends that were yep. got crazy jealous of her: Frances Farmer and Zelda Fitzgerald yep. and
2: Little Sylvia Plath. <laughs> yes,
0: she's the poet that walked into the <laughs> yes. lake. Yeah. No, no,
2: no. She, Virginia Woolf walked into the lake. Oh. Sylvia Plath put her head in an oven. Jesus Christ. Mm.
0: Poetry suppressing. <laughs>
2: we studied her in English. Yeah. Total sidetracked. Mm, but yeah. she's married to um another famous poet called Ted Hughes. And it's really interesting because he wrote this book. Sorry, he wrote a book of poems. And yeah. the poems were like, fuck you. You just like said all this shit about me and it's not true and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, she's got like a book of poems being like, you're like a biggest you're a mis- <laughs> like an asshole you yep. abuse me blah 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 like you cheated on me wow
1: so this was like the rap battles of the old <laughs> yeah days.
2: it's like really like fascinating to like analyze their texts together
0: yeah side note oh, Nice.
2: yeah but her poems are like fucked up you know? yeah <laughs> they're so heavy
0: Yeah, from from what little Mm. I know, it's just super dark existential uh, crisis-inducing stuff.
2: Right there in the 90s. Yeah,
1: it's one that just starts ghost of perdition, lingering death. Mm. Isn't that Opeth? Yes. (laughs) 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 I'm surprised it took you that long to ping it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. did (laughs) No. No. Okay, I'm, fu- I'm fucking with you. Okay, <laughs> thank you,
0: thank you for clarifying. I don't always know when I'm being fucked with. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not a member of Wu Tang because I know I don't <laughs> know when <what> oh <laughs> I'm being fucked with. <laughs> Such a terrible (laughs) joke. I liked it. And yeah, the episode ends with Grandpa carrying on about his old fit troller.
1: The rubber hose you just crammed in
0: your ear. (laughs) Usually with some kind of lubricant. It's very good. It is time to rank this thing. BT, it is your turn to kick it off.
1: I just can't deny how big of a stupid grin I had this entire episode. I'm going Cubic Thank you very much. Wow. I was kind of saying that maybe if i could look at it objectively it would slip down to a goal but i think i just got too much of the heart feels on this one so i had too good of a time Mm. it's just rapid fire it's packed it's jokes tell a story as well Mm. the b stories go a lot of fun it's just great
0: yeah, okay, I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. I'm going gold. It's just it's not up there for me. Mm-hmm. I can't kind of quantify what it is exactly that's not pushing it up into the essential ranking for mm-hmm. me. It just isn't quite up there, but solid, solid episode all Absolutely. around regardless. Mm-hmm. How about you, Maddie? Finish it off.
2: Yeah, I was really on the cusp between cubic and gold because I was worried like, with the cubic. I'm like, oh, am I too biased? But you know what? I think I will go for the cubic rating just because it's just hilarious quote after quote. Kind mm. of memorable experiences. It's just a great episode.
0: You yeah. can't really else, fault it. Play it cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so averaging out, this will be a dull cubic zirconia, mm. which feels right. I think it feels mm. right. And this will be joining another season five episode, Bart Gets an Elephant.
2: <gasps> <gasps> that was a dull cubic. Oh my God. That's even
0: one where I've gone back and I've thought, oh, I probably should have ranked that gold, Like, but I did rank it <gasps> cubic in the day. Yeah. Where's but,
2: uh, my elephant? <laughs> well, who, who
1: was gold on that? Was that me or was that? Uh, yeah. I think that was Jordan,
0: actually. Oh, yeah.
2: man. That episode's great.
0: Hold on. I was
2: going gone but, Love yeah.
0: that song. Yeah, that was, Reminds me of elephants. Yeah, that was Jordan. Like, um, <laughs>
2: oh, they're playing the elephant song again.
0: <laughs> and it'll be joining other episodes like Krusty Gets Busted, mm-hmm. the first Sideshow Bob episode, Three Men in a Comic Book, which I mentioned before. Yep. <laughs> It'll also be joining Bart the Murderer, I Love Lisa, Bart of Darkness, which we reviewed the other week with Michael, mm-hmm. the Millpool episode. And it'll also be joining in Marge We Trust with the Listen Lady and Mr. Sparkaloo. Mm-hmm. And also HOMR from season 12, the Homer Gets a Crayon in His Brain nice. episode. <laughs>
1: Good episodes there. Fun fact if you listen back to Bart of Darkness, you can hear Elliot subtly trying to push Michael to a cue. <laughs> 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 Just
0: a subtly, little bit. It's like
1: a. So are you happy with that ranking? (laughs) Are you? Do you want to leave with both your kneecaps?
0: It's honestly one where I felt the internet burning us like the second that it didn't get a perfect crank, but Mm -hmm. I also kind of get where he's coming from. And actually, since then, one person hit me up on Twitter and sort of said, yeah, I love this episode, but it's kind of two episodes stuck together.
1: A little bit, so you yeah, know, it's it's like you say, it's that's why we have the individual rankings because yeah, it's tough to gauge exactly where something belongs. So,
0: yeah. I really
2: brings it together. I think the three balances it well.
0: Mm. Definitely. All mm-hmm. right, guys. So that pretty well does it for the episode tonight. But before we get out of here, we just like to quickly say a few things that we've been into. What have we been checking out, lady? Po- uh, lately, <laughs>
2: lady, <laughs> this what lady? have you been checking out, lady? <laughs> uh,
0: um, what have we been checking out lately? Podcast, music, film, television, all that. So we'll start with you, Maddie. What have you been uh, liking lately?
2: The teacher's pet?
0: The teacher's pet.
2: Oh, my God. Are you guys listening to it?
0: No. It's a podcast?
2: thrilling. Investigative journalism done by The Australian. I'm from the Northern Beaches. Yeah. And it's all about this murder that happened in the 1980s in Bayview. And the woman's body was never found. So the suspected husband was never charged. But he was a teacher at one of our local high schools. Obviously, I wasn't in high school at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before my time. And he was like having affairs with all his students. And so he had an affair with his like 16-year-old student and brought her in as the babysitter. And then the wife was like, "Ah, okay, like you're having an affair with her. Like this is not on. I want her out of my house. And then... He tries to run away with her and then she's like, no, like, I'm not leaving. This is too much. And so then they come back to Sydney and then he moves back in with the wife and then she disappears mysteriously, Mm. apparently ran away to join a religious cult. As you do. Yeah, as you do. And then he moved the babysitter in and it was like two days after the wife disappeared <laughs> Wow. and it's crazy i don't know for me it's like really getting me because like you know my mom knows friends who went to his school and were like oh my god like i remember this teacher i remember wow. the girl oh, holy shit. and the house that he lived in was literally i'm not exaggerating here it is on the same street as a friend of mine And it is, like, the house across from their house. And they're like, oh, yeah, they think she's still buried there. I'm like, (laughs) like, I want them to dig it up so badly. Just dig up the house. Like, ah.
0: It's great. So often with these Mm. true crime podcasts, especially because the majority of them coming out from America, we can always be very distant with the events. yeah. yeah. But when they're close to home, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah. Oh that's cool. So mm. the teacher's pet, that was cool. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Is it a short run series or ongoing?
2: It's still ongoing. So they're up to about episode fourteen now. But Man. Oh wow! Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I like
0: it. Mm. Okay, how about you, BT? What have you been checking out lately? So
1: I think we've mentioned it before. I think you have the toys that made us on Netflix. Mm. Oh, really, I've seen that. Yeah, I really loved it. It was like even stuff I didn't care about, like oh, okay, I watch the Barbie episode, whatever, and then I'm like hooked. The Barbie
2: episode. That's yeah.
1: so good. What? Yeah, and the Hello Kitty right? one as well. I was like, <laughs> wow. And then it like because the theme song says it's an eight-part documentary series, and so I was like, cool. That was the end of the eighth. Why are we back to zero? What do you mean you put eight episodes over two seasons no 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 no. eight episodes once i I want another eight episodes
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. because that was especially torturous for me because when i first got into it it was season one it's an eight part documentary series and there's only four episodes there and i'm like what
1: where i know it's weird the other thing i wanted to shout out was wellington paranormal so if you've enjoyed new zealand's comedy uh, especially what we do in the shadows it's two of those guys Flight of the Concorde, Stuff like that There's only two episodes Out on SBS On Demand But the, I loved it It's hilarious
0: Oh Because you mentioned it to me And you said it's like What we do in the shadows Crossed with Police Ten Seven. Yeah I thought you meant That it was like A reality series No no no, no. It's fictionalized Oh okay
1: <laughs> so, Yeah the first one They're just chasing this You know demon That can pass from one person To the other With that typical New Zealand humor Yeah it's, it's like She's sitting in the um, interrogation room, and the guy's like, "Uh, she's freaking me out a little bit. Can you do your backup bit? She goes, yeah, sure. She's <laughs> so like, you're being a bit freaky right now. I'd like you to stop it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's
1: good. I, I'm i very much looking forward to the next episode coming out.
0: So, Wellington Paranormal? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Plugs, I've been, music-wise, really enjoying the latest Courtney Barnett and Camp Cope albums. Mm-hmm. Me and Peach went and saw Camp Cope the other week. They're sensational. They're just growing amazingly as musicians and can't believe they're only fucking three years old as a band. I know, that's insane. Yeah, Yeah. and also this is a weird recommendation of Final Space on Netflix Uh, where it's not something that I quite enjoyed the journey, but the destination and how the final episodes pay off made the whole watching it worth it.
1: Yeah, I've watched that. I am 100% on the same page. Of, it's not actually good, but it's so close to good that it, I still watched it all. You watched it all? Yeah. Uh,
0: and yeah, that ending. Oh my God, so emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I really hated the voice of the main character of Gary. He yeah. just seemed like such a carbon copy Will Arnett yeah, sort yeah. of. but To
1: the point where I kind of thought it was Will Arnett for a little bit.
0: But yeah, so... Hard recommendations for Camp Cope, Courtney Barnett. Soft recommendation for Final Space. It's not for everybody, but I really like how it concluded. But, yeah, thank you guys for once again joining me in SideQuest Studios. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you. And thank you, BT. No, thank you. <laughs> and I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the water gun. <laughs> Nice. That was good. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online
2: spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com forward slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter. And now, please stay tuned for the bonus scenes.
0: First released in March of 20... Wait, how do you say that number again? First released in... (laughs) <laughs> I almost said twenty o seven. That's like not a good way to say it, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not inaccurate.
0: <laughs> yeah, the worst one I ever heard was someone saying it is in two double o seven. I was
2: gonna say two double o seven. You could do.
0: Oh my god! Who like I've heard someone say it like that. It's like why? Real big James Bond fan. Yeah. Oh, just that go must with be. like
1: two seven. <laughs>
0: well, I usually say ought seven for yep. the. <laughs> All right. I forget what happens after that though. You do the jump to the left, and A step then... to the right.
3: That's
1: what he wanted.
0: Yeah. Maddie got the answer first, but beige had the delivery right, so you're both winners.
2: Right? <laughs> that's another way of saying we're both losers. I,
0: I know
1: what he's saying. I'm taking it at face value.
0: <laughs> fight! 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 Um. Yeah. Uh, ah. Yeah, da. Yeah. Um.
3: <laughs>
0: right. Um. Please, Krusty. This is demeaning. <laughs> Um, but Shut up and conduct. To be fair, Mel brought it on himself. He poked the monkey in the yep. head, and then that's why he got swarmed.
2: Oh, it's so good. They're yeah. all just attacking.
0: It's the old yep. saying,
1: don't poke the monkey.
0: It sounds like a spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> that's also a podcast. <laughs> what does that podcast sound like? Listen up.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned for more sounds of podcast.
1: Mm. You're hearing podcast.
0: You are hearing me talk. This is Al Gorecast (laughs) with me, Al Al Gore. Gore. The environment
1: does not have a podcast, so Al Gore has one instead.
0: Climate change is something we can fix in our lifetimes. You need to write your senators.
1: And get them on board.
0: (laughs) And also trade in your real money for Al Gore bucks. (laughs) I promise this is not a scam. (laughs)
1: This is not a pyramid scheme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's an algoramid. Anyway... (laughs)